What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show from the Desert Storm Bunker in the building. Shout out to you, brothers. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Hey, this is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We are here with a great show today, man. Good morning to everybody. I hope you guys got your coffee to the East Coast. Good afternoon. All right. It should be a little bit of uh, right before your lunch break. All right. I got money. All right. Right before your lunch break, you guys are about to go get a hot dog downstairs from the uh, dude that got the hot dog cart down there. You about to get the glizzy. All right. You about to get the glizzy all in your mouth. Pause. Anyway, man, we got, uh, what do we got? We got a great story. We got a great couple stories today. Let me go ahead and flash the, the uh, topics down at the bottom of the screen just so you know where everything dang, is going down today. We're going to do today's virals videos first. Then we're going to discuss Dr. Ling Ling poisoning her husband for months and parental alienating the husband. Uh, this was sent to us by our favorite uh, attorney, Dr. Mr. Esquire himself. And, uh, we're also going to talk about there was a brother. All right. You remember that yesterday there was the sister that was like, it's all Jermaine's fault. Our brother's done it. Deleted his own damn kids. Wait till you guys wait till you guys hear my story about co-parenting, how it is destructive. OK, the data on co-parenting has got to be automatically. It's got to be disastrous. All right. Shared custody and bouncing kids back and forth. It's got to be one of the uh, most despicable things that we've come up with. Although it was kind of like splitting hairs, like the court was like, all right, we need the dad involved a little bit much. And it's been a disaster. So now we got it. We've got a report on the story. We reported yesterday or the other day, a woman deleted her kids on a custody exchange. Now a guy's done it in a copycat crime. All right. We got to mention that as well, just so I can be fair. All right. And then we're going to talk about a woman who's talking about her borderline personality disorder. As you guys know here, I, I encourage you guys to to get you know when you're out in this dating marketplace you don't know what you're dealing with a lot of women are suffering from mental health issues early on in life i mean early onset mental health issues particularly related to how their upbringing was and uh, they're functioning as normal when they're around you but when they go home their medicine cabinet is full of uh drugs uh you know uh, pharmaceuticals you know they're self-medicating and uh, they're functioning as normal out in this world today. And mental health is an issue. We'll talk about that. I kind of break down my opinion of it, although um, although it's not it's one of those things I think people abuse. I also think that there are people running around here undiagnosed. We talk about the amount of women that are on mental health medication. I mean, they're taking meds and the undiagnosed people and the dependency on this particular uh, mental health thing where they're saying, oh, yeah, you know, I. I got to be hooked on this drug and I'm taking this and that just to function regularly. It's absolutely crazy. All right. I think it's absolutely crazy. It's one of the biggest epidemics going on in our world today, by the way. New, 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 new world order. Oh, man. All right. So those are the stories today. Let me go ahead and put up my disclaimer for the people who have showed up earlier. This show does not promote hate nor harm of any person based on their relationship status, their gender, the selected gender that they want to come up with. Who cares? Their race or their class. This goal of this show. Is to promote healthy choices, specifically in men's lifestyles, finances, and in interpersonal relationships and all of these things. I got to put that up there. So with that being said, viewer discretion is advised and you're choosing to watch this content. You were warned. All right. You don't have to watch. You clicked on my face. All right. So look, now that we got that out of the way, 
and the, the snowflakes aren't going to be in here. They'll be in here anyway. Viewer discretion is, oh, I got that. I already said that. I already said that. The way you contribute to today's show is dollar sign CGA live right there at the bottom right-hand portion of your screen. That is the cash app. Of course, I forgot to put PayPal in once again. Give myself an L. And then Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. And for my uh, for my international coach gang members who can't pro, uh, pay through one of these, you can pay on uh, Revolut as well. But I won't be monitoring the messages there. I don't even think you can put a message, but you can sponsor on Revolut. And that is at Coach Greg Adams. All right. So there you go right there. All right. With the best edutainment show here on YouTube. All right. Listen. I got money. All right. This is your fake. This is Donald Trump's favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Am I Donald Trump's favorite African-American? Yes, I believe so. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, Donald. The Donald I know. <laughs> here we go. Oh, man. The Biden nights are going crazy in the building. Oh, man. Somebody says, uh, somebody says, how do you do this, coach? Teach me to be like you. All right. We make this look easy in the building, right? I do this. It takes a little talent. But look, if you ever want to see one of these days, I'm going to pull up my first YouTube video, like my first series YouTube video, and then where I am now. It takes time. It takes practice. I um, I actually, man, you should see me. I was like a deer in headlight. The camera's all off center. I'm sitting at a big round table. I'm like, all right, everybody, this is my YouTube video. <laughs> oh, man, it takes, dude, it, you got, it takes time. It takes time. It was my how to beat the child support system. No microphone, no nothing. I'm just talking to the camera right across the room. All right. I'm sitting there. It's just little ass me in a big ass room. Yeah, it takes time. Anyway, it takes time in practice. You got to be on your grind. But uh, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. We got we're going to start on Cash App and the brothers are out there already. Oh, the sisters are out there. Sister, you been on. Oh, my mind. We got Pretty Feet Michelle. Well, there's the, there's another Michelle that had the Pretty Feet, the Puerto Rican chick. Where's she at? But this is another one. This is the this is the Karen Michelle. She says, I'm not a pro-black. Left the community at age 10. Or left the community in 10. Or 2010. All right. Did you reveal yourself yet? Face reveal time. Wait a minute. I skipped some brothers. I definitely did. I skip. No, I didn't. All right. Who else is in here? Shout out to Acido Rusco. We call him. He says, look at my notorious, notorious, notorious AACGA over here. All right. African-American. The notorious African-American. I'm Donald Trump's favorite African-American. I know. Shout out to higher image status. Dr. Ling Ling is all independent and hair, makeup and all of that stuff. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing. Everything that is all independent and poison included and poison included. Yes, indeed. Uh, here's the idea. Marry a career woman. Mm. Hey, you're you'll never be, you know, the career, uh, career, smart, intelligent woman. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. She always going to think she going to like I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. I was talking to a pretty. I actually talked to a pretty junior college thing the other day, all of age 20, 
looking for direction. I was like, you know, she's just starting out. She's like, I'm just starting out getting this thing. And I like older men, you know, she's hitting me with all of that. And then she's like, you know, the reason why I like them, I can't, I can't mess around with guys my age. I can't be with guys that I'm smarter than. I was like, what makes you think you're smarter than them? But the reality is a lot of young girls think they're smarter than the guys that that they're that are their age because the guys in their age are indulging in, you know, what they think is mind-numbing things like weed and video games and all that stuff. They're having fun in life. And of course, biologically, women are trying to settle down and get guys to settle down. And like, why are you playing these video games? I'm smarter than you. All right. So she's gonna have to double up in age. She was like, I'll go 26 years older than me. Mm. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, we'll both help each other out. How's that for smart? <laughs> All right, here we go. Your boy Scoot is in the building. We back in the building. Thank you, man. And then Mr. Mr. Uh, is this Mr. Gourmet? Yes, that is Mr. Gourmet. He says back with a contribution to the best edutainment show here on youtube shout out to mr gourmet i hope to see your channel soon simon small back in the building with a co-sponsor well yes it's always a sponsorship from you and uh we're gonna go paypal and then Vimo. so chill for a minute <laughs> chill for a minute what's up on Vimo? oh we got uh we got el jefe getting the popcorn ready for this one coach Adamus warned us about this one yes i did i warned you about ling ling my my future filipino nurse who's definitely going to poison my applesauce. All right. So um, that's how I'm going out. Shout out to Turnpike Tyrone coach. Did you see how Serena Williams is basically saying it's all Jermaine's fault when it came to her retirement because she's a woman. What? Mm. What is Serena? Bl how is it men's fault that she's retiring? I got to look that up. Mikey likes it says paying that tuition uh, piece. Indeed. Albert Ingram. He says women uh, say all the time that they don't trust each other. But then when men say it, it's called misogyny. I've always asked women, ladies, I know you're in here. That is the million-dollar question. Uh, a lot of women don't trust other women. You hear women say, you know, we need to stick together. We need to support each other. They're always doing these videos. You know, women need to stop the backstabbing and the backtalking. There's actually a meme of when two women meet each other, there's 80 different things they're judging about each other. And then when a man meets a woman, there's only one thing he's judging. Either them, he's all them that ass. He's not really judging anything. And a lot of the problems that they have about um, their self-esteem, most of it comes from women, other women, not men. And with that being said, if you don't trust each other, why should we trust you? If you don't like each other, why do men like you? Why should men be automatically uh, willing to like you when you guys don't even like yourself half the time? Um, Austin Alexander, we in 2030, coach. I got a um, link here. You got a link. Sex, oh, she listed sex work on LinkedIn. Here's what happens, okay? Uh, when we get to today's viral videos, you're gonna see. I know dudes be messing around, y'all. The, the tricking conversation, I love it, all right, because y'all don't realize where we're going in life. So, Austin Alexander, we in 2030, coaches in 2030, this is where we're going. Everybody, see this? Thank you for sharing this link. Thank you for sharing this link. She listed sex work on LinkedIn. Here's what happens next. You know what happens next? I got money. All right. That's what happened next.
All right, maybe we'll get into that article at, at another time, but that's where we're going. I'm telling you, we're going that way. I Look at my tweet. For people that, it's not just me doing this, man. And I'm going to show you some videos, today's videos, uh, viral videos. You're going to see that this is this is a reoccurring theme about American women, because this has already been going on overseas. But American women are very, very much becoming more accustomed to being willing to just get the money. Just get the money. I got money. All right, here it is right here. And here's my tweet, my famous tweet right here. 1910, dating replaced courting. 2020, prostitution replaced dating. End of story. That's where we're going. Uh, that's where we're going in the year 2030. And you're seeing it right now. All right. Crazy, crazy, crazy time, man. And then we also have Dave H. He says, sending a little tuition. Guess you were a member of Order or Lodge. I'm not. He says, he says, you know, free blank, but not agent trying not to get NWO'd. I'm not sure what that means, but new, 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 new world order. Question you. I'm not a member of Order or Lodge. Uh, I don't, or I'm not a member of new, 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 new world order. Interesting stuff here. I said I was going to get the PayPal, but I'm going to have to come back. All right. I'm going to have to come back because I don't want to get too far, but let's get to today's viral videos. And it's going to hit at what Double A was telling us a little bit earlier about, um, about women being more suited towards SEX works. We're going backwards in life. Let me do this real quick. Remember, I played that one video about the young woman that said, "I woke up to my roommate paying, uh, paying our rent," and they have that that got 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 two thousand sound in the background. Well, here's another one. And when I tell you. These people aren't doing this for attention. There's there's truth in humor. There's truth in jest. And a lot of people are putting these things out there so you get comfortable with the idea that if this is this comes up, they can say, "Well, I told you this is what I did." <laughs> so listen to this video here. It's the same background, audio background, and she says, "Watching my roommate get our rent paid." Continuing here. <laughs> Okay, there you go. And it's not not just black women. I'm going to show you that uh, they're they're saying this. They're like, hey, it's tough times out here. We got to do what we got to do. And a lot of times, the sisterhood will protect these. Um, they will protect these conversations. And by the way, you if you're an old millennial or Gen X, I'm not hearing it from you guys. You guys just don't know. I'm talking about Gen Z. There are Gen Z girls that live as roommates that know know their girl is doing these things. All right, so Gen X is always the ones I don't know anybody. Where are you meeting these girls? Okay, your generation is already already broke and destitute. We're gonna well, I'm gonna show you a young uh, an older millennial here in a second. We're gonna get to her, but here it is right here. Gen X girls, I'm uh, sorry, Gen Z girls know that. Uh, remember that story about the girl in Salt Lake City? She was a sorority girl. She got deleted doing seeking and, and, and going out and meeting Johns. And getting, she was getting flown all over, flewed in, flewed out. And um, then when she got deleted, her friends was like, oh, she kind of was doing, she kind of was a sugar baby. And they were like, well, how many of y'all do sugar baby? And they was like, they got real quiet. Like, mm, yeah, it's common. It's common around the college campus. You know, most of the girls were, almost all the girls were on it. <laughs> they was like, y'all didn't bring that up. Here it is right here. <laughs> so
So there you go right there. Um, it's it's the new, 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 new world order. It's how it's how they're getting their way through life. Sad times, right? But not for me. <laughs> it's real out here, it's real in the field. And of course, the men who are in generation Z, um, they're wondering why they can't get dates and why they can't get these girls' head right. There's dudes that are giving girls uh, shout out to Dr. BOA. He showed a video of a young girl with a baller he looked like a he, I, he looked more like a young simp but he had money giving her a necklace and twenty three thousand dollars in cash she just looked like a regular girl she was attractive but she looked like a regular girl and they're looking for ballers like that they're looking for ballers like that they're like hey you know what i mean forget these young dudes they don't have no money we want dudes with money and they're getting after not all of them enough of them are and some of them are getting five hundred dollars here two hundred dollars there all right, next video. I want to hook up with as many men as we're going to Kayleyville, Kayleysville. Listen to this woman here again. I always tell you what they do with their time between the age of 16 and 28 is the most important time in their life. After that, whatever they clean themselves up to be and rehab themselves up to be is completely different. What they do when they're younger years is the most important. And this is why men judge them as, as such. And they're always like, well, you weren't there. Listen to this woman. I want to hook up with as many men as possible. Hell yeah. Which, um, here's the thing. I wouldn't do that in college because one, I got chlamydia. And two, the frat guys don't try to make you come. I didn't have my first orgasm until after my freshman year of college. And that was after I had a decent side body count for big freshmen. That's a tough freshman year. Chlamydia huh? and, and the frat guys don't make you come. That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here, oh boy. Well, that was in my past. And why are you judging my past? You weren't there. Well, this is her past, bro. I want to hook up with as many men as possible. Hell yeah. Which, um, here's the thing. I wouldn't do that in college because one, I got chlamydia. And two, the frat guys don't try to make you come. I didn't have my first orgasm until after my freshman year of college. And that was after I had a Decent size body count for being a freshman. That's a tough freshman year. Chlamydia huh? and, and the frat guys don't make it come. That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, this is an example of this is an example of even a lot of people will say, see, coach, them junior college girls ain't all of that, too. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. But I'd rather not get her like this. And that's you. I'd rather not get the junior college girl at that particular point because now you're getting her way wrapped up. And that's you. Oh, my God. So, again, you guys don't know that these things are happening under the cover of night. Women are very good and crafty at hiding these things and hiding their past. They even hide the amount of people that they've been with. Right. You won't see it. Um, they'll say, hey, uh, how many men have you been with? I've been I can count the amount of men that I've been with on one hand. No, those are dudes that you were in a relationship with. How about when you were having fun, when you were young and dumb, your pookie face, Ray Ray face? Um, are all women doing this? Not so much. But listen, you should know. That, that they are doing something like that. That's crazy, huh? Crazy stuff. They're putting the, hey, I thank God for social media. I know social media has ruined relationships, but I thank God. I thank God and cheats himself for social media because it has given women a, the ability to be willing to put them, even their most toxic selves out there. Okay, let's see the next video of the day. I'm going to have to turn the volume down on this one just so I don't get a copyright. Let's go ahead and play it. Uh, let's see here. Let's go. Hold on for a second. Let's play it here. She says, casually moving back in with my parents at age 39 with three kids. And somebody's missing here. Who's missing? Hold on for a second. I, I missed my timing on this one. Uh, let's see here. Guess who's missing? Yeah. 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 And on <laughs> 
Yeah, your husband's missing. Where your husband at? Yeah. 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 Of course, she blew up like the Goodyear blimp and the busted Pillsbury biscuit can. And I know she's like, what happened? Where did all the men go? Yep. She's like this. Where's all these men? How dare you? I'm wifeable material. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. But at the same time, oh, casually moving back in with my parents at age 39 with my three kids. Take this L. And every man she dates, every man she dates, she probably be like, he doesn't have a house. He doesn't have a car. I need a good man. She's like, and that's you. If that's you was a person. And that's you. <laughs> and look, guys. Guys, you want to have daughters, you want to have a legacy. I've warned you about this. I said, many men want to have children, right? And I've said, many men are also under the impression that you're going to have your kids and at 18, they're going to get out of the house or they're going to, um, they're going to have their wits or they're going to go to college and then they're going to graduate from college. And then by 22, they'll have their own job and they'll have their own apartment and play. Not in America. Not in America. If you had kids in the last 20 years, maybe tw uh, 25 years, kids do not leave the house. Not only not only do they not leave the house, if they manage to have left the house, they probably coming back soon. They kind of listen. They coming right back. And here she is coming right back with three seeds and no man. Three seeds with no man. I told you, I've read articles about the millennial of uh, the millennial people coming back home, never leaving home. Okay. This is uh, actually them, them doing this. And she's putting this on TikTok, bro. You know, she's insecure about it, but what she wanted to do is put it out there. So people can say, Oh, it's not that bad. Yep. I had to do the same thing. Okay. Where's your husband? One more time. Where's your husband at? Where's the father of the children at? I'm pretty sure you went to court and arrested custody from the father. Now, let me tell you something. If the father had custody of the kids and moved back into his parents' house with them three kids, guess what she would be doing? She'd be right at the courthouse trying to get custody away from that father. He's a loser. He lives with his parents. There's not enough space in the house. Listen, I, I'm looking here. I'm looking here going, I spent all of my life raising you right providing for you, sending you to private school. You fumbled the freaking bag. You got knocked up by probably more than one man. And you moving back into my nice, comfortable ass house? Nope. Hell no. Hell no. No. But her feet are out, so I'll give her that. They a little chunky for me, but it's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll smash it just, just to let y'all know. She ain't unsmashable. But she got three kids. And that's you, man. This is the dude, the sign of the times. I want you to pay close attention to what's going on in this world. All right. Next video. Next video. Another one where I'm telling I'm telling you, they're telling the truth on you guys. They're getting you guys comfortable with this. So here's the, the here's the header for the people who are listening by podcast. Me thinking about quitting my job, my nine to five job, quitting my job. This is going to come up later in the borderline personality disorder. And effing old men for money. Let's go ahead and roll the clip here. As you, they're using a different meme 
but they're this is what they're thinking here. Let's go ahead and roll it. Oh, wait a minute. Let me put the volume up here. Let's put the volume up. I'll read it again. Me thinking about quitting my nine to five. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. And screwing old men for money. Let's go ahead and play it. No. Well. <laughs> Dude, they tell it on themselves, man. They tell it on themselves. No. Well, <laughs> now the this particular woman is this. She's a popular meme from something else. So she's not the woman thinking about it. The, the meme is from something else. So they're using the meme. All right. So don't think that that woman is the one saying it, but they're just using that meme to go with this head type, this headline or this title. Um, here it is right here. She's a meme. So but me thinking about quitting. <laughs> she, no. Well, <laughs> this is Gen Z. This is Gen Z, bro. <laughs> Goodness. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, she's not the person thinking about it. She ca she she came from a different meme, and they just put it under there under that header. So anyway, they're trying to push this message through. They're getting you guys comfortable for it because later on, the narrative is going to be, "Hey, I didn't want to do it. I had to do whatever I needed to do for money." By the time these women are in their thirties and mid thirties and going into forties, they're going to be like, "Hey, I had to do what I had to do. You understand it? It wasn't like I didn't tell you, and you knew what it was about. Y'all was talking about flying girls out. Y'all was on my OnlyFans. All right, now my OnlyFans ain't popping no more because I'm 32. Uh, Y'all was out there trying to pay. Sugar Daddies was like, "I got money, right?" I got. And it was money. just a sign of the times, right? So this is what they're doing. And thank you for double, um, double. I think uh, Double A sent me this story uh, about this right here, where they're going. You know, um, even Kamala Harris, sex work is work. Sex work is work. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Sex work is work. It's work. Hey, it's work. This it is. Way well, it's a job. All right, get used to it. Um, and last point on this one, by the time they push that last P into the LGTB, whatever they call it, Q, they're going to push the P in there and it's really going to get out of hand. And y'all like, what's the P? Well, that's what you're going to find out in the world here. All right. So crazy, crazy times, crazy, crazy times. All right. So thanks for joining me on that one. Let's go over to PayPal and check out the earlier contributors on PayPal. And if you want to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live right there on the cash app. PayPal is on the link in the live chat should be pinned to the top memo. Coach Greg Adams TV. Okay. We got Billy, the kid back in the building. He says coming in early pause to sponsor today's show I got money by donation. He says, keep doing what you're doing. Coach free agent for life. All right. For life in the building. Thank you. Billy, the kid dropping it like it's hot. Early on, contributing to the sponsorships out here. Hey, we in the building. We got three or four more here. No government name. Also known as the Working Man's Podcast. Go check out his channel. I was hoping you were going to speak on this woman trying to delete her hubby with Drano. There are a lot of layers to this story. Her bond was so low, too. Yes, indeed. The I'm not happy. Never go back to your ex. If you live in a home, like if you're getting divorced, if you know you're getting divorced and your marriage is on the rocks, hey guys, it's best to just leave. Because if you stick around and you say, I'll just sleep in a separate bedroom, and then she's like, Oh, I'll, I know our marriage isn't going good. Why don't I make you some tea? Why don't I make you some applesauce? You're giving her time to poison your ass. All right. I, I say just get the hell out of here. 
And if you if it goes to the court and they said you abandoned the kids and you left, you're like, look, my safety and security is of the utmost importance. I say my safety and security. Same thing is if they say, well, um, you he moved and didn't give me the address. Well, I was concerned about my safety and security. All right. I didn't want to get shot up. I didn't want her to send the ops. I didn't want she does not need to have my information. All right. If they're desperate enough to keep dragging you to court and taking L's, they're desperate enough to send the ops. No, they can't have my address. Period. Period. Point blank. We got Amari McBride. Coach, did you think uh, wait, do you think the term leading with your wallet is a myth? Heard some PUA say girls think it is a insecurity. He says, telling her that you're trying to prove yourself to her that you're a good provider and have to, quote, impress women to get laid. And it's your only way to attract women and also impress her to like you. And that's all that you've got. Honestly, it sounds like some broke ninja talk to me, um, which I learned from my homeboy, Ty City, from the logic sphere, that broke ninja talk is SBE. Shame, blame, and explain. So we have to come up with another way to not shame men without money, right? Shout out to Thai City. I always like to listen to the younger content creators just so I get it. I'm not out of the loop. Always listen to young people. They rule the world, all right? Young people rule the world because their energy is so crazy, all right? Uh, the music artists, they, they have a very great grasp on, on uh, culture, right? And counterculture and popular culture. So whatever they're doing is what's, the moment so you always want to listen to young people you, you know they're dumb not not tied but i'm talking about young people in general are dumb but they kind of push things in a certain direction so i would be interested to talk about that let me put some thought into the leading with your wallet argument maybe we'll talk about it later uh, because there's contradictions that i can see in both sides of the argument right there's some women saying he needs to show up and pay for first dates but then when you do that and say, baby, I got you, I'm going to pay for the first date. You don't have to worry about nothing. Jump in the 9-11 and I'm going to take you to my house. What is that now? Is that leading with your wallet? Is that insecurity? Oh, he's trying to do too much. Hey, let me believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Give myself an L for saying that. If you're from the if you're an 80s baby, you know what that means. <laughs> hey, tell me where did that, that phrase came from? But believe it or not. <laughs> Believe it or not, here's the deal. When I actually, yep, yeah, thank you, man. When, when I, <laughs> give me an L for that one. When I, when people see my car, women have two reactions. Women have two reactions when they see my car. Reaction number one is they stare. They go like this. I get head turns. They, they turn like this. If they see me coming towards them or I'm passing them by, some women will do this. They'll go and they'll watch me the whole way through. And other women, some women will do this. They'll look away. All right, they'll look away. They see me, they'll see the car, and they'll look like this. So if they're walking down the street, they'll look, and they'll look away intentionally. So I get both reactions. Now, the reaction where they're looking at you, they're, they're like, okay, who is that in there? They want to see who's in there. They'll follow me, and even when I pass them up, I can still see they're looking in the rear view. The other reaction is them trying to say, you're doing too much. I, I don't think that's going to impress me. The intentional look away. All right. So they're giving the impression that, okay, I see what you're doing there. You got little, what do they call it? Little Johnson energy, little energy. Um, you're trying to do too much. You're leading with your wallet. So you get those women that'll be like, mm, that ain't enough. Right. And so <laughs> it's so crazy, man. It is weird 
But um, it is it is what women do. I you hear a lot of women say, uh, a guy pulled up in a luxury car, he pulled up in a sports car, uh, he pulled up in a Lambo. They'll say that, and you're like, oh boy. But again, that's them. That's that's women. You can't blame them for whatever they believe. But yeah, they some women think that's little energy. You pull up with a big truck with the big wheels. Some women will be like, hey, I get a lot of white girls when I drive my truck with the big wheels. White girls be like, who's in there? Who's in there? Hi. Hi. I have a Jeep. You want to go take my Jeep in your truck somewhere? You want to go to the beach? You want to lay in the back of your cab? You want to lay in the back of your 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 truck? The white girls be like, hi, hi. Let's put blankets and pillows back in the back of your bed. Make out, fornicate. Hi, I'll suck you off in the back of your truck. You want to go mudding? You want to go mud bogging? Hi, you want to go to the desert? You want to get ATVs? You want to you want to strap a boat to the back of your truck? That's how white girls pull up. They be like, hi. <laughs> then they see my black ass in there and they be like, oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but um, some some people be like, all right, let's see this little ninja about to jump out of this big truck because they automatically assume it's going to be a little guy that jump out of there. Be like, oh, little big energy out here. Look at that little dude in that big ass truck. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, you get to you. De you definitely get two things. You got two. You have a divided audience. So don't so don't think everybody's going to be. Um, impressed by your leading with your wallet. I think some things for some women, you wear a nice Rolex watch or a nice Omega watch or a nice Belova watch. Some women will be like, hey, that's quite impressive. He put it together with his outfit and his shoes. Some women are like, that's so tacky. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just be like, oh, who does he think he is with that cheap ass Rolex? It's a lower level Rolex, not even presidential. Oh my God. Right? What is this? They didn't even have any bling on it. Cheap ass introductory ass Rolex. So again, you're gonna get two people with this school of ideas with the with the whole leading with your wallet thing. It's just a matter of what you're doing here. All right. Um, and I think mostly if it's a young guy doing these things, leading with their wallet, it's probably gonna be it. It's probably more likely gonna be an L. And that's just the sad thing about young guys. When you're young and you try to lead with your wallet, I think it's more egregious to women because they know they're like, oh, listen. They know something's up here. It's not, it ain't adding up. If you're an older guy and you're leading with your wallet, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think women of any age think it's that bad. That's just going to be my opinion. But uh, maybe we can talk about it a little bit later. When you're older, like let's say you're 38. And you got a little bling or you got a little, you just kind of, you got to have it. it it's got to be muted. It can't be overdone. And you got a nice car. I think when you're over 38, it's going to be treated differently. When you're younger than that, it's going to be treated like, mm, where'd you steal that? That's just my opinion on it, but I'll put some more thought into it. <laughs> he says, older men know they're paying for younger women most of the time. Yeah. And they, yeah. So anyway, let's talk about that a little bit later. We got, uh, was that Amari's? I think that was yours. What we got in here? Moose Hefner. I'm seeing a lot of women jokingly post on Facebook that they need to find a sugar daddy that doesn't want any sugar, but they know they'll give it up. They're giving up that sugar. It's a smoke, a smoke screen. It is. 
Oh, I have a sugar daddy. I, I don't, he doesn't get nothing though. That's a lie. I mean, not a lot of guys are paying to get nothing. I think there's going to be older men like 55 and older that will give you something for nothing over time because it's only so many days he can keep up with the girl. Right? He want to get her three days a week, but that that refractory per period ain't going to allow that. Old dudes be like, I'm going to have three girls and I'm going to have one for each day and I'm going to have them three days per week. The girls be calling him, what do you want from me? Tell me what you want from me. He'd be like, I want you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then he'll have him another girl Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It ain't going to happen. He'll do that for about two weeks. And then he'll be like, well, I'll just send you a couple of cash apps. <laughs> I'll pay in advance. I'm putting deposits down for future time. He's going to run out of energy. <laughs> and then at that point, she is getting paid, but no sugar. She's like, this is great. He sends me a couple of cash apps for a week. And then when he needs me, he, maybe about twice a month, I'll come over there and suck him off good. And then he'll be back to sending me free cash apps. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, man. But uh, do not fall into the pay pay in advance or pay. Without, no, I only I, I say cash on delivery. Shout out to Kalimbozo, Kalimbazoo, Kalimbazoo. I believe it is. Shout out to you. You said nothing on your on your PayPal, but it's all good in the neighborhood. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cash on delivery, man. But there are some girls that just be like, hey, uh, can you send me something? Can you send me a little something? Not <laughs> not not if you ain't dropping off that sweet, sweet thing. Where are we at? Uh, let's get to Dr. Ling Ling in the building. Her name is really not Ling Ling. Poisoning her husband for months. I said in the title, poisoning applesauce. It really wasn't applesauce. So it was a little bit of clickbait. But as you guys know, I've been talking about that exact scenario for a long time. I said, coach is going to get older. I'm going to enjoy the freezing lifestyle. I'll retire in the Philippines. I'll have a Filipino nurse. And uh, she'll poison me slowly over time to get me weakened in a weakened state for me to sign over power of attorney of all of my possessions. And then all of a sudden I'll be out. It'll be a deletion. Some people find that offensive. It's a little bit of a joke, but a lot of times these things do happen. I don't bring these stories up out of nowhere. I watch a lot of Dateline. I watch a lot of 2020. I watch a lot of ID channel. I watch a lot of snapped. I know these things happen. With that being said, let's take you to the story of what's going on right here. There she is. Hello. Well, not so much, all right? But there she is right there. Doctor, she's a doctor. Whoa, she's a doctor. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Doctor, she's an educated woman. She's an educated woman. She's a smart woman. She said, forget that 90% college educated women filing for divorce. I'm gonna just delete my damn husband. Man, it comes in all shapes and sizes, man. If you wanted me to do my... um. My, my another stream on races of women. I've actually talked about this. When you're dealing with this type of community over here, the Jackie Chan, poison is always on the table. Have I said that? I've always said that. Sisters ain't gonna poison you. Sisters, the only poison sisters do is they put a little voodoo in their spaghetti. Right? They they don't sisters don't poison you. They'll stab and shoot you. All right. Uh uh Maria will stab you and cut your junk off. All right, that's how you're going out. All right, Maria going to stab you or cut your junk off or the essay is going to get you. 
or Rodimaz is going to get you. All right. And when it comes to who else is in there? Um, yeah, when it comes to Ling Ling, poison. Or the family's going to poison you. Her mother, her daddy, her grandmama, everybody, her brother, her husband from Taiwan, all of them going to move into your house. And then they're going to poison you and stuff your ass in the attic. All right. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, sisters to put the hot grits on you. <laughs> sisters to put the hot grits on you. Yes. Yes. Sisters to put the hot grits on you. But Ling Ling going to poison you. So you got to watch out. Kaylee takes you to court. Kaylee's going to take you to court. Sisters will take you to court too, but they ain't got the wherewithal. They, they ain't, they ain't going to drag it out. Kaylee's going to drag out the court. Let's get to the story here. It says right here, a California doctor has been accused of attempting to delete her husband by poisoning him with Drano. Yikes. Irvine, California, stand up. In California, an Orange County doctor is accused of poisoning her husband with Drano. Detectives have now released some of the video they say that they used to build a case up against her. Stephen Hittleman, Heidelman, the lawyer representing Jack Chin, not Jackie Chan, Jack Chin, said Chin's wife tried to delete him by poisoning him with Drano. Chin said he had three videos to prove it. And we'll show you the still pictures of what they had right here. Let me show you the still pictures. I think it's right here. Here's a photo here of um of of her doing it. Obviously, they have a video. By the way, what the hell's going on in this damn kitchen? All right, Lord, have mercy. Hold up. What in the world is going on in this damn kitchen, man? Can y'all talk about clutter? Look at all of this ish all up on the damn kitchen. They got pots, walks deep fried walks all up in there oils look at this side of the kitchen cantaloupes watermelon look at this ish this is what you get when you marry career women y'all need a maid in this mug well i'll be the maid i'll be no you're not man clean your ish up this is ridiculous here's another picture right here there she is right there pouring drano all up in jackie chin's coffee and tea all right so here it is right here uh let's see let's go back Screenshots taken from the camera hidden in the couple's house were presented. They allegedly showed the suspect, age 45-year-old Yu, wait, Yi Yu, who is also a local physician, pouring the drain cleaner into the husband's lemonade. So it's lemonade. You know, they'll do lemonade, applesauce, tea. She takes up the bottle, she pours it in, puts the cap back on, and puts it back under the sink as though nothing else was happening in her day, Heidelman said. Very calm, very methodical. Wow, she says, you was arrested late uh, last week after the images were brought to the Irvine police. Heidelman said his client has been sick for months. How long has she been doing this? This is where the telltale is. So you think your husband, your wife's going to delete you like that night. No, she took the long route. She took the slow death, die slow Tupac way. So he started to have unusual symptoms back in the spring of this year, March and April. He said he went in to go get checked by the doctor and found out he had some specific physical, some, some, some physical effects. And he started then to connect the dots so they can get your blood work and they can see these crystallizations forming in your blood work. Right. And then they can tell. Aside from the chemical taste in his mouth, Yu's husband was diagnosed with stomach ulcers, gastritis, 
and inflammation of the esophagus, not the esophagus. He then set up cameras in the kitchen. This dude went back home to get poisoned. He was like, let me get build up evidence. <laughs> he then set up cameras in the kitchen at the family home and made the discovery, according to Heidelman. Soon after, Chen filed an a restraining order against his wife, who also goes by the name Emily. Boy. By the way, CGA is right on everything, man. I've been around. I'm a man of culture. I grew up around a lot of these people. And they do have their American names out here. Okay. I've been telling you sisters and you brothers to start getting American names if you don't want, if you want to get jobs. Of course, she had her American name. So her American name is Emily. Of course, one of the whitest names you can pick, but that's what she went with. <laughs> Coach Shadabas be on it. Um, I'd be meeting these linglings. She'd be like, Hi, how are you doing? My name is Ashley. Ashley. No name ain't no damn Ashley. What's your real name? Well, Ashley's my American name, but my real name is talking about some Ashley. <laughs> you know, like they'd be like Bruce, Henry, Bob, Tim, Ashley, Veronica, or Ashley. Uh, what is it? Emily, Kaylee, Kate, Caitlin, Caitlin, you. Ashley, yeah, John, James, the whole white, the whitest names in the world. <laughs> Shout out to the brother. Hey, I'm not making fun of you. I think it's actually, if you think about it, it's a great strategy. I've been telling black folks, I've been telling black folks to do this, bro. I've been telling black folks, man, because I'll be like, they need to not throw my resume away. I'm like, all right, Don Travius, you're never getting a job. I'm letting you know. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> Greg. I'm like, dude, it's smart. Have an American name. No, we're not doing it. We have 400 years of oppression. I'm like, okay. Tata and Alicia, your resume going in the garbage. All right. You're going to be working at Popeye's. That's where you're going to be working. <laughs> the coldest Smith resume. We shouldn't have to change our name and we can wear sister locks to work. So can you blame them for not changing their name? <laughs> Yo, go up in there, Gus. All right, Timothy. Hey, my look at my name. My name, Greg Adams, bro. That's my name. <laughs> that is my name. Dude, I know at least on half of the job interviews that I had, they were shocked when I walked in the door. They was like, uh, who are, can you say your legal name, sir? My name is Greg Adams. They was like, damn. All right, sit down, sir. Tell us about yourself. And then I impressed they asked, you know what I mean? I have a degree. I have a master's degree. I'm good. I'm bad and all that. It was like, this guy's not actually that bad. Um, How many black folks do we have working here? Perhaps he'll fit a quota. We'll parade his ass around. Oh, look at this. You have a good one here. They're, they're like this. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> all right anyway just letting y'all know he said all of the posters they all of the, i'm like this they're like this oh uh, look at my african-american over here look at him <laughs> are you the greatest Shit. you know what i'm talking about see he, we have representation here 
he impressed him. His name, he has an American name too, Greg Adams. Look at him. He's like American pie over here. He's like a slight, he's like hot dogs and french fries. Look at this guy. Hamburgers and all that. Look at this guy. He's American. He's like American government cheese. Look at him. <laughs> Hey, do y'all want to win in life or lose? What do y'all want to do? You want to change culture or you want to win? You want to change culture or you want to win? I'm trying to win. Fuck all that. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> all right. I ain't changing my name. We shouldn't have to change my name. I live in Philadelphia and I'm going by Don Travius. Okay, go by Don Travius. The white women in the work be looking at me. They be like, oh, look at this boy. I show up on the job. They be like, mm. Look at him. He's a good. <laughs> All right, let me stop. <laughs> or I could have been Don Travius and I could have been Popeye's uh, employee of the month. They let me sag my jeans on the job over here. They let me keep it real. They let me show up with my do-rag. <laughs> he keeping it real on his job over there. All right, let me stop. Let's get back to the story. Let me stop because the pro blacks is getting mad right now. They irate. They're beside themselves. All right, going back to Emily. In court documents, Chin alleges longtime verbal, physical, and emotional abuse, which extends to their two children, two children, uh, if they, quote, let Emily know that they enjoyed spending time with me, according to the father. There's parental alienation on here. He said that the abuse would also occur if the children showed affection towards him. In the court documents, Chen said Emily Yu would put would put the children in their room and yell at them until they stopped showing him affection. Travel Bros, uh, weigh in on this one. You know, because we get the feminine and fit argument here. <laughs> Travel Bros is like, yeah, but we say keep them over there. All right, right? Do not bring them back over here. The idea that these people are pushing out, that these people are submissive just because, no. Dude, behind closed doors, you don't know what people deal with. And I know for a fact that behind closed doors, people can be completely different than who they are out in front. This is the problem dating from the Jackie Chan and the and the George W. Bush community and the George W. Bush community and in the Jackie Chan community. These people are, oh, I'm submissive. I'm just a crazy wife. I'm just a nice, good wife. And then when you close the doors in the suburbs, everybody goes behind the closed doors. They'd be like, bye bye, everybody. That door goes clunk clunk. Here comes the abuse. Here comes the gaslighting. Here comes the waterworks. Here comes the, here comes the emotional terrorism. Here it comes. White dudes know what I'm talking about. When you have white wives or the whole, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I don't know who I am. I've lost myself. So behind closed doors, it's a whole different story. And so right now he's saying she was alienating him from his children. And she was emotionally abusive and physically and verbally. I didn't know that. Wait. Oh, yeah. Verbally. Yes. I'm not, I'm happy. not happy shows up. <laughs> Says right here, Chen has uh, said he has filed for divorce. And Emily Yu was held on $30,000 bail and has since bailed out. I mean, wait a minute. Hold up for a second. The district attorney has yet to file charges. So there's okay. So she hasn't even got any charges filed right now. This is early on. So all of this is alleged. I mean, this kid situation here, uh, she was arrested. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me go back here. She was arrested. <laughs> she was arrested and bailed out, but they haven't filed charges. 
Uh, anyone in law enforcement can explain that. Can't, wait a minute. I'm trying to figure this out. What was she arrested for? Wait, there's no charges. Don't. Okay, wait. You can be. Okay, I guess you can be arrested and then let out. Then there'll be charges. What is going on? So I, let me just tell you something. On $30,000 bail for attempted murder. Say goodbye to Emily Yu. All right. She'll be back in China or wherever she is. I think she's from China. I don't want to assume or prejudice here. She she's out of here, bro. She going back to the she going back to the communist China. She gone. She ain't coming back. He got them kids, and hopefully he has a recovery. Thirty thousand dollars bail on attempted murder. I mean, she only had to come up with three thousand dollars. <laughs> she out. Yeah, she came up with three k, uh, as little as three k plus a little bit of fines and interest, and she gone on three on attempted murder. That's a L. That's a L by whoever let her out because she's not coming back. I mean, I wouldn't come back if I had attempted murder on my jack jacket, and I, they was like, "Hey, we taking you to court, and your bail's thirty thousand. I pull up that three K. I got that. <laughs> I got that for sure. I would be out on the first thing smoking before the charges are filed. I'll be out on the plane. I will be hopping from Irvine. I'll go to Santa Ana Airport, hop out to New York." Get on right over to China if we go on that way. Gone. Absolutely despicable. That's Orange County, California, taking that L. Oh, by the way, since we're talking about it, we did talk about this. I said that I will talk about it. There has been a brother, black brother, strong brother. All right, we talked about the sister in the bonnet, saying it was all Jermaine's fault. She deleted two of her kids, stabbed them up. One is One died, one's alive. We have another situation here, not to talk about death too much and bring the show down a brother is out here from oklahoma city deleted three of his kids here goodness and himself and this goes to co-parenting again co-parenting has going to be if you look at the data of co-parenting let me let me get ling ling off the damn screen here where's my story oh if you look at co-parenting and shared custody not all of these situations turn out to that, but many of them are very toxic. Many of these co-parenting situations are toxic. Uh, the parents are still together and having to share kids in custody. Somebody's going to be still pissed off about how things turned out. And I think these things reopen wounds. If a guy has any more than 15% custody, the mom's going to be irate. She's going to be irate for as long as these kids are going to be alive and she's going to make the relationship toxic. If the man, and I'm not excusing the men from this situation, there's a lot of times the men might be not in the best mental health themselves and the courts may be saying, okay, you know, listen, we're not going to have a fight over custody here. And then the man, um, the man um, is not in good, stable financial position to support the kids and the, the woman's pointing that out. With that being said, in this situation, the video was pretty similar in which he was blaming her. He was like, it's all her fault. I wish I had the video. You know what? I do have the audio to this. Oh, you know what? I don't have the audio to this. I did have the audio for this, but um, uh, the audio to this was basically him blaming her, and he was on Facebook. Why do people take the Facebook Live? They go to Facebook Live for everything. I would never live something like this, but then he went on the Facebook Live and said that, um, that, um, 
that the woman was taking him to court and harassing and harming and threatening him, and it was her fault. And uh, that he deleted. I think he shot the three kids, which is, man, I mean, I guess. And uh, some relatives were going on there, and he started calling these certain relatives gay. He was like, you sleep with men? He was going all in. He was saying, you have booty pox, all that stuff. And so here's the kids right here. I don't even need to read the story here. But like I said, this goes to the my, my claim that co-parenting, if we evaluate co-parenting over the long haul, most times it's toxic. Of course, you're going to have the exceptions to the rule. But most time you have a toxic situation. And then this is here's custody battles. Custody battles in America cause harm, extreme harm to the development of, ch of children. When we get to the borderline video, I'm going to show that because the woman's going to actually speak on that. Of course, both of her parents were drug addicts. But again, it was a custody situation and it led her into her early 20s to have extreme problems. Okay? Extreme problems. Mm. All right, uh, let's see here. Let's take that point down. Let's get to uh, more contributions via the Cash app in the building. All right, do me a favor. Let me check what them likes looking like. We got 19,368 people in here. I know YouTube. YouTube, I know there's more people watching me, but it's okay. But we only got 735 likes, so you know what time it is in the building. Yes, indeed. It is that time of the day. I want to hook Wait up with minute. as many men as possible. Hey, it ain't that time. What really gets me is that some of y'all. Yes. Until we get to 10,000 likes. I got something on my, I can't even get out of this screen. Can I exit out of here? Now I'm done. Okay. I was about to say, I'm in trouble now. I was stuck. I was like, my, I, I couldn't get out of my screen. All right. So you know what time it is. It's time to get a little belly deli. Wait a minute. I can't even share. Where's the belly deli girl? What really gets me is that. All right. That's the audio. Let's get the video up. 10,000 likes, man. Stop being stingy. Some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit suck it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose. Some. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on, Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. Oof. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit suck it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it, I know y'all see the football print. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right, man. Instead of hitting the like button, everybody was like, I'm out of here. What is this? <laughs> I don't care. It was like 50 people left. But I got my 200 likes. All right. So uh, where are we at? We're on the cash app in here. Jay says, I've seen PhD women. Get played by guys with no GEDs. Oh, man. Shout out to the educated women in the world. I feel sorry for educated women, as a matter of fact. Uh, they've been sold the bill of goods. Uh, they never really turn. It never really turns out quite right for them. You know what I mean? They always complain, well, I'm educated and I've flown myself to Paris and I should have a man equal to or just slightly above me. 
and you're like, well, you're kind of in the top 15% of earners in the in the country. Well, I still want a guy slightly, but they never could really figure it out. Or they still, you know, if they come from a lower economic situation or middle class and they work themselves up, they'd be like, yeah, I still love them pookies. It turns into uh, disappearing acts with Wesley Snipes. Like, that's the well, I like a thug. I like a Tupac with a three. They can't get rid of the thug. There was a woman in Atlanta got deleted by her thug boyfriend. I think she was an attorney. It was a black woman. It was a black woman. She literally was like, well, I'm an attorney, but I like a little thug. And he deleted her. He was like, oh, I got something. I got some thug for you. It never really works out for them. You know what I mean? They kind of trying to navigate under that delusion of, oh, I'm not going to date down. <laughs> or if I date down, I'm going to get me a roughneck, a soldier. I need a soldier. And they get him a soldier and the soldier go, oops, up side the head say oops upside the head it always don't work out for them you know what i mean sorry i feel sorry for you ladies then they be 40 50 60 shout out to uh karen cooper back in the building come on people hit the like button shout out to the loving the my loving karen in the building everett walker just landed in las vegas coach free agent for life enjoy vegas i'll be working all right ill subliminal says doing god's work yes indeed thank you brothers all right. Shout out to David. Look at my African-American over here. All right. The best new clip. All right. That guy, uh, Leslie says, I think this is a guy. Yes. He says, appreciate your time and topics. Each dream CGA. Got to keep it fresh. I'm trying to keep it fresh. Although the clips aren't always fresh. I'll give you all something new. All right. Eric side preacher's voice. Lord, it's a lot of peace leave. He says, Lord, it's a lot of peace leave for money out here. I got money. <laughs> Man, it is crazy out here. I used to think, like, was it like this before? Before the internet? <laughs> it's like, boy, because they out here slanging that thing. You send me slanging. Oh, you send me slanging. Them girls like, slang, 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 slang. I wait for the day. You send me slanging. They out here throwing it. I got money. All right, where we at? Brian, Pat, the artist, art by Bry. Shout out to him. He says, was at a party and a Ling Ling joked about poison. Oh, boy. Hey, and he was like, CGA is right. <laughs> and they're not, tr they're not lying. They're not lying. They are going, guys, when women say something, they're not joking. Oh, I'm just joking. Just kidding. I'm just joking. Now, when men joke about something like that, I can't believe it. This, rep this is reprehensible. How dare you? This is reprehensible. You can't joke about things like that. There's nothing, no such thing as great jokes. This, this is poor, disgusting behavior. But they'll be like, I'll just poison my husband if he tries to leave me. You'd be like, just kidding. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I'd never do anything like that. <laughs> All right, Jack Vendetta says BP employees of the month, Omarion Tate Jones. Oh my goodness, Omarion Tate Jones. And can we stop with the names? They're no longer Swahili names. I know, man, but y'all trying to keep this is culture. This is my Swahili name. If anybody old enough to remember people were naming people Swahili names, in Swahili, this means. Akuna Matata Alicia Katika. You'd be like, 
Akuna Matata, Alicia Tequila, Swahili. Swahili for this means. <laughs> Remember that? Boy, people was literally going in, man. This would have to be the 70s and the 80s, the Swahili names. And then it went to the Ebonics names. So there's no such thing. This is not culture. Nobody was named these names in Swahili. Where the hell is Swahili at? Is that a country or is that a language? Oh, they was in the 70s and 80s. This is where Takesha came from. This is where Tamika came from. This is where <laughs> Tata Alicia. Kenya. All right, shout out to Kenya. Swahili is a language. All right, that's what I figured. Yeah, they was going crazy on the Swahili names. And then it just turned into just crazy interpretations. Tata Alicia and all of this. Shaquisha. I'm sure in Swahili there was nobody named Shaquisha. And what does the, what does Shaquisha mean? Shaquisha was just a interpretation of a Swahili name, but it just got extended to something just crazy. Swakisha uh, meaning. Here it is. There's a meaning. Oh, it's an urban dictionary. It means a lady. What this it means a lady in 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 Swahili. It it, it means can be quite ambitious, self confident, determined, determined, and self reliant, and have a strong. I'm done. Nah, man, we ain't going for all that. All right, we need to go go back to getting the, yo. Just name the girl Tammy, Tabitha. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm gonna stop shuffling here. Shout out to Moto Surf, the Fupa Print, go crazy. All right, ooh, the Fupa Print. He says, uh, Amar R says they trying to cancel Andrew Tate's thought. I I warned about this, guys. I warned about this. Um. When I saw Andrew Tate go into a spike, I was like, mm, that's not good for him. I know people and content creators want to be popular, and it's not that I'm hating on Andrew Tate. You don't want to go viral like that. You want a slow and steady climb. Again, I've been trying to tell you guys that. He made some money, and he got some recognition, but uh, the backlash is going to be too fast. It's Somebody said, too big, too fast. You want to steady. You want to steady. This is why I haven't been chasing numbers and I haven't been, I need another page to go 100,000. Nope. I just, just steady, steady, steady. If you go too fast and you grow too fast, um, the common person is going to see your stuff. You don't want the comment. What do I need to pause? You don't want the common person to see your stuff because then they're going to start breaking down your videos. It's going to be too much. And I would say, I'm not trying to say hate on the guy. I'm just saying, like, Kevin Samuels experienced that. Too big, too fast. Oh, is that what I'm pausing on? Too big, too fast. And by that particular point, it's like whack-a-mole for Andre, Andrew Tate. He can't keep up with the amount of content that he puts out, that his people put out, and then that the opposition puts out. He can't keep up fast enough. And then if your backyard is dirty, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a matter of time before they... Because there's going to be some people that try to dig in your backyard. You show up, damn, I'm constantly seeing this dude. Who is this dude? They're going to dig into your backyard. And if your backyard has any dirt in the backyard or weeds, they're going to try to cancel you on that. Even if, and I just want people to understand that, even if you've been acquitted, the charges were not uh, legit, you got away with it, there was no... They're going to dig, dig, dig. So shout out to Andrew Tate. Shout out to the top G. 
it's just a it's just what happens is then they start taking his comments out of context. You showing up on too many interviews. Again, this is another reason why I don't collaborate too much to try to do. I know people are like, you will blow up if you do that. I don't want to blow up. <laughs> Somebody said I'm hating. How am I hating? He, I'm literally telling you what's happening. See, people confuse hate with truth. I'm telling you what's happening to the guy. They're going to take him down. It's unfortunately. Kevin Samuels experienced the same thing. It, it, <laughs> you guys don't understand what hate is. You think this is hate of Andrew Tate? This is nowhere near hate. I'm telling you exactly what happens. You do not want to go blow up too fast. You do not want to do it. Content creators, do not try to blow up so fast. I'm definitely, you know, it's, remember, I'm going to tell you one more thing. And I said this before. I said, I said, when your numbers grow quickly, what's going to happen is the majority of eyes that are on you are not supporters. Did I not say that again? I said that. I said, when your numbers grow fast, the majority of people watching you are not supporters. There are people waiting to hate. And Come on. You don't want that. The majority of people that are following you are either people that disagree, waiting there. They like to watch train wrecks. Um, they're waiting for you to make a mistake. They're 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 bored. They're not people going, yes, I support this message. The numbers are going to be mostly normies, NPC guys. There's only so many red pill people in the world. There's only so many people that are going to agree with my content. And I know this. This is why I just take the slow and steady route. I'm going to slow and steady, just wait right here, right right up underneath. I'm not trying to be the president. I'm not trying to be the top. I'm not trying to be the top dog. I never be like, I'm the head coach. I'm never trying to do that. He'll be fine. He'll have his money. But what I'm saying is, eventually, you're going to get too many eyes and too many eyes that are going to try to dig up too much information and bring you down. Just stay slow and steady. Content creators, stay slow and steady. You want to be here for 10 years. You want to be here for 10 years and being consistent. You don't want to try to be like, I'm going to be the next Kevin Samuels. I don't want to be the next Kevin Samuels. I don't want to be the head coach. I don't want to be the godfather. I don't want to be none. I don't want to be nobody that they're going to blame when one of these guys do something crazy and they come back and say, well, it was this guy. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Somebody says uh, every successful millionaire and billionaire say the same thing. Coach is saying, yep. It ain't, it ain't hate. I just, just keep it slow and steady and rise and you'll be good. Uh, give your people, your supporters, great content that the few haters come in and hate, but you don't want 50% haters and 50% supporters watching you. You don't want that. That's where you're going to get problems. You want it like 80, 20, 85, 15, 85% supporters, 15% haters. At that point, you ain't going to be able to get, they can't disrupt the show. But you don't want 50-50 or you don't want 60% haters, 40% support. You don't want no shit like that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So that's what I'm saying on here. And it wasn't like I brought it up. Somebody super chatted it. But I wish everybody the best in their content creation. But you don't want to be putting out fires every day. Every day you wake up. Hey, just so you guys know, it's stressful being a content creator. 
You know what I mean? Every day you wake up, there's fires you got to put out. Every day you wake up, your DMs are going, what the fuck? People are all in your DMs talking shit. People are like, I know where you live. People trying to track you down. They sit in the popo, your ex-wife watching. You don't want none of these problems, man. You don't want none of these problems. Uh, I know you want the popularity and maybe the bag, but this is a stressful social media because there's no regulations. There's no regulations. NWO watching you. New, 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 new world order. FBI got a file on you. FBI got a file on all of these content creators. If you're Red Pill, everybody's tape will be fine. Never say that. That's that's always going to be, uh, what do you call it? Never say that, guys. I don't know what culture you live in. Everybody that says that, oh, he'll be fine. No. Kevin Samuels will be fine. How'd that work out? Now, you can call that hate if you want, but where's he at? I'm telling, dude, I'm letting you know, dude, never say stupid stuff like that. When I hear people say that, that's, you're speaking ignorance. Never in the history of culture, when, when they want to, when they want to get you, they'll get you. They'll find a way to get you. There's no such thing as it'll be fine. He'll be on an airplane every week. He'll be like that damn tender swindler. That's where he'll have to live. That will be his life forever. He'll live on a boat or in an airplane. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, you guys are, yeah, famous last words. He'll be fine. And I don't wish anything, but what I'm saying is if they want to take it, they'll take it. All right. And so what I'm telling you is a uh, shout to this content creator. I can't remember his name. I never remember his name, but he's the lawyer in Houston. Um, Dennis Sperling or Sterling, Dennis Sperling or Sterling. He says, all of these content creators here, you want to be red pill content creator? All of us have files. All of you have files with any alphabet agency out here. Every one of you have files. Every one of you have files. Okay. Here he goes. Kevin, Kevin Samuel's demise had nothing to do with his content. I, listen, you guys can be in ignorance if you want. You are being watched. You can call it paranoia. You are being watched. There's media people watching me right now. Guys, I get interview requests by media people all the time on my Instagram and my email that I have no clue of who these people are. Mainstream media, YouTube, big channels, they are contacting me. So they're watching you guys. They're watching you. They might be monitoring you. Nobody wants nobody to be out here with a million subscribers get, uh, saying things that are con um, counter to where they want the agenda to go. So I'm just letting y'all know, man, don't be, don't be in this situation where you think, ah, now nothing, you know, there's no such thing as coincidences. Uh, th did you guys know Wendy Williams? I don't know anything about the whole story, but Wendy Williams can't even get to her money with Wells Fargo. I find that suspicious. Don't you think that's sus suspicious? Why can't she get a hold of her money? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they'll find a way to, to shut your shit down. They'll find a way to be like, okay, yeah, PayPal. What about the guy at PayPal? Uh, young, young Ripper? Young Ripper, shout out to Young Ripper. PayPal was like, we ain't giving you your money.
Okay. So, guys, man, don't think that this is situations where they can't stop you. They can stop. They'll they'll find a way to shut your access to resources. Oh, you got American world. You got money over here. Bank account. They'll shut it down. All right. Anyway. Enough about that, because people are always going to be like, um, oh, this is hate. I'm just letting you know you where you want to be, how you want to climb, where you want to go. Um, if they want to stop you, they'll stop you. If they want to plant something, they want to plant crack in your backseat, they'll figure out a way. They'll figure out a way. Trust me, there's there's famous line by Ice Cube. Famous line by Ice Cube. This I want all men to know this. Ice Cube said this. They killed JFK in 63. So what the hell do you think they'll do to me? I want you to listen. Ice Cube said they they deleted JFK in 63. So what the hell do you think they will do to me? Do not get your do not become too big for your britches. Do not come become thinking out everything will be fine. Do not think that they will not find your ass missing. They will disappear your ass. Once they get tired of your ass, they'll do everything. They'll be like, all right, let's slow his channel down. Let's shadow ban him. All right, let's check his bank accounts. Let's audit him. Let's make his ass run. Let's disappear his ass. Okay. When they get tired of you, they get tired of you. Okay. The NPCs glitching right now. It's, this is too much for you people. And I've studied enough. What about Martin Luther King? It was like, eh. Yeah, he's saying too much. His content, you guys are ignorant. I read uh, Martin Luther King's book. If you actually follow the trial in 1999, the U.S. government was actually found culpable in his disappearing. And they was like, yeah, he started saying too much. He started talking about land, land grants, taking back money, getting opportunity, going to march on Washington and getting your land. They was like, you know what? He'll be fine. He'll be fine until he wasn't. <laughs> I'm telling you too much. Oh, Martin Luther King, he's too big to cancel. Uh-huh. All they had to do was get on the inside. All they had to do was get on the inside, where he going to be, where he at, and then all of a sudden, never think you're too big to be put away. Andrew Tate ain't nowhere near as big as these other people that have been disappeared and got the head part. When they get tired of you, they get tired of you and they put you away. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, bro. He'd be like, oh, no, no, he's too big. They'll never do. He'll be, he's bigger than the world. He's bigger than the NWO. New, 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 new world order. Okay. Yeah, somebody said, humble yourself, fools. Y'all better humble yourself. Humble yourself. All of a sudden, you be in a grocery store and somebody will come in and racially shoot you. Oh, he just innocently, he picked them out of nowhere. He just starts shooting them. They'll put his ass away, Lee Harvey Oswald style, shut his ass up, and then you be, you be sitting there. Come on, man. Come on. And I'm not wishing any of these things on these things. I'm just letting you know the realities of the situation here. There's nobody in this manosphere that's too big to be anything. 
Even Donald Trump got his house raided. Come on, man. Stop. Stop. What's, what's wrong with you young people? Donald Trump got his place raided by the FBI. You think they can't come up into your spot? <laughs> so you guys got to be careful. I don't want you to put too, too much faith in any of us. But I think some of you people think we walk on water. We're nobodies to the people who matter. We're nobodies. New, 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 new world order. And if you get in the way too much, they'll find a way. <laughs> um, and he says that we won't be all over the news either. All of a sudden, you'd be like, where's CGA been at? They'd be like, where's CGA? How come he ain't posting no more on Instagram? But some people say, yeah, you can't be walking fear. This, this is def definitely don't have nothing to do with fear. I show up every day. Uh, last, last one. Shout out to Robert P. Elliott. He says, can I get a no scrubs cover? First verse and chorus, please. All right. Uh, man. I don't want no scrubs. Shout out to Christian. He says, how, do, how does childhood sweethearts end or do they? How do childhood sweethearts end? I'm not sure. You talking about puppy love? Um, how do childhood sweetheart in it's well, those things are never gonna work out anyway, right? So you love the girl again. You love the girl long enough. Um, you had a crush on her, you took it nice and slow. Seven o'clock in the drop top cruising the street. So yeah, at some particular point, you move on. Life happens. You go to college. She goes to a different college. You guys move away. You grow away. You meet new people. End of story. So uh, never let your 16-year-old date and fall in love. And uh, never let these people follow each other's path. Oh, let your, let your daughter go to the same college as her high school sweetheart. They, it's not going to work out. All right. And not today's day and age. Anyway, let's get into uh, check her medicine cabinet. Sorry to go off into um, into that avenue here but i think a lot of you people think people are too big for the world here there's an order here new 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 world order. if you're gonna be who you want to be and speak and talk talk that shit talk your shit but realize at some particular point and that's none you. of us are too big for anything to happen uh let's see here and there's no hate. I ain't trying to throw. And pe people would need to get over the fact that I hate. I don't be thinking about people. Really. <laughs> I don't be thinking about people. I see what it is. And I call it like it is. All right. I tell it like it is. And I don't give a damn who don't like it. I'll tell you men about yourselves. I told you you guys are scavengers. All right. I told you you guys are bottom feeders. I tell it like it is. I ain't afraid to tell you men about yourselves either. So don't think that I'm over here hating when I tell it like it is. Him hate Andrew Tate. I ain't got nothing to do with him. I'm telling you what's going to happen. All right. I tell you where it's going. And you can like it or not like it, but learn to love it. All right. That's what you're going to have to do. You can like it or not like it, but you better learn to love it. And you better respect it because Coach Radamus is rarely wrong. Even though you don't like what I say, you will always go back and find out. Shit, he called it. He called it. <laughs> he said that that was going to happen and him called it again. So I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing to make you guys like me. 
I really don't care at this particular point. I'm going to tell you what it is. And, and it normally is going to be exactly how I called it. So stop with the bullshit. I don't care about nothing. You guys, When I turn this stream off, you guys, he says, go easy on the code. When I turn this stream off, you know what I do? Y'all think I'll be on here. Let me follow other content creators. I literally go downstairs. I check on my dog. I sit on my couch and I eat cheese and crackers. And I'll be like, hmm, what am I going to do today? All right, I got these things to do. I got business to accomplish. I got junior college girls to fornicate with. And then I have my stream. Let me look and research the topic. I do my show. And then I sit back, cheese and crackers. <sighs> hmm. All right, I got to do this. I got to make dinner. Y'all think I'm up here trying to figure out, oh, why are these people's numbers passing me? And why is this guy becoming rich and famous? And I need to catch up to him. Y'all think I'm chasing these people? I don't give a damn about none of these people. I'm cool with them. When if I'm cool with them, if I'm not cool with them, I'm not cool with them. I really don't give a damn. Oh, why is this number blowing up? Oh, my. I can barely post some Instagram pictures on time. <laughs> I'd be looking at my phone like, damn, I need to post something on Instagram. Shh. All right. <laughs> I don't care. I'm in my own world, bro. I'm in my own world. But then when I see something, I call it. <laughs> yep, I run my errands. Man, please. Y'all think I'm watching other people. Oh, he's getting too big. Time to hate. <laughs> all right. I be thinking about, all right, what, what day the junior college girls coming through? All right, all right. I don't need none tonight. All right, let me schedule this one. They don't understand it. Y'all think I look, man, I don't have time to follow all these people. So anyway, anyway, let's get to this uh, check her medicine cabinet. Women discuss the women discusses her. Does it say woman? Yeah. Woman discusses her borderline personality disorder. Today, we're going over to uh, where are we going to uh, uh, soft white underbelly? <laughs> All right. We're going to sex, soft sex, soft white underbelly, which sounds like what's happening tonight. At CGA's house. Here we go. So just to set this up, Soft White Underbelly is a channel. Go subscribe to them. Millions and millions of followers. And uh, what's going on here is this woman's going to explain her borderline personality disorder. Hey, what's happening here is I've been telling you, women are women's first few years as teens going into their 20s, they live five times the lives of men. So they're exposed to things you'll never be exposed to. A lot of times they'll experience trauma without protection and they'll have to navigate the world without the protection. And oftentimes they fall back in the hands of either a pimp, drug use, uh, toxic people, toxic mates, or psychologists, therapists, so forth and so on. Now, when you meet them. And that's you. When you meet them, you meet them and you're like, oh, she's, she looks nice. She looks like she's a good person. She said she was in an abusive relationship and she grew up rough. She won't give you the details. But she grew up rough and you think you're going to be able to fix this individual or you think this person's issues aren't going to hamper you in the future. But she's going to explain a lot of her toxic or origins, how she became addicted to the psychological culture and pharmaceuticals and how she is as a lover. And this woman's barely 21 years old. Women will go through life's 
they will go through five lives by the time they hit 20, 25, 30. They've experienced, guys, they've been, they've dated and fornicated with celebrities or somewhat of the big man on campus in their time. They've met, they've been on party boats. They've been out in these streets. They've been, dude, they've done things that you haven't even, they've had orgies, threesomes, okay, STDs, way before they meet them. And I'm not saying all of them have, but I'm saying a lot of women have. And then this, this, this is their makeup. Then they finally have to find a way why they did this. It's crazy. Continuing. And how old are you now? I turned 21 in a week. All right, 21. All right, so just to be fair, her mother and father were both drug addicts. Uh, the mother died. The father continued to be a drug addict. And she says the father, this is all alleged, according to her, the father continued to abuse her. Uh, and always, she said there was a little bit of sexual abuse, but most of it was physical abuse. They were homeless, drug use on her, in her teens, so forth and so on. Now, this person doesn't look like it, although she has many red flags out of the nose ring and the, 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 the raptor claws. But she looks pretty average from here, an average pog. So you're still young? Yeah. But you, you, you figured out at some point that you have borderline personality disorder? Yeah. Um... I was 17, I think. I got to stop this. I got to stop it. Sorry. I got to put up my disclaimer uh, on this one. And and, and, and uh, let's just say this. In no way I'm, I'm making fun of this individual. I'm using her as an example. Number one, I'm using her as an example. Number two, um, if you do experience any issues and you need to fe feel like as a male or female, you need to go to therapy, go seek counseling. All right. Oh, wait a minute. But we're using her as an example. Continuing, she said uh, 17 as something. And I started noticing that I've always had this issue with relationships. With oh, damn. I forgot the fair use. Okay, hold up. Damn. Sorry, man. Kaylee didn't have this ready. All right. Uh, Excerpts of copyrighted material. Maybe users of verbatim teaching purposes, criticism, news reporting, teaching. Yes, fair use. All right. Sorry. I got to get these things in order. It's been a while. Shout out to Soft White Underbelly here. A night at CGA's house. Whether it be dating, friends, whatever, um, that I can't keep, I can't keep a solid relationship. It would always turn into whether it was fighting or distance or anything like that. I couldn't maintain loving someone really close. From a distance, it's okay, but very closely. It wouldn't happen. So she talks. I finally went to a psychiatrist and started talking to them and they diagnosed me with BPD, ADHD and depression. OK, so here we go. We're kicking this off right now, uh, guys. This is a red flag that many of us have dodged. Uh, ultimately, she's already telling you if you get close to her, she's going she can't maintain the relationship. She's going to destroy it. She will self-destruct and she will self-destruct you. She will sink you your battleship. Um, then once she actually went to seek help, these people were all too willing to give her multiple diagnoses. Now, obviously, she has trauma in her life, but multiple diagnoses in which he's going to latch on to like a Sam Smith song. I believe that person used to sing it, latch. She's like, oh, yep, that explains it. And then thus, now what help can you give me? And it's mostly going to be some pharmaceutical medication, which she's going to be all willing to, to take. But uh, her, she's going to be chemically unbalanced. It's going to help one thing, but cause other problems continuing. Um, which I mean is really common with people in, that have BPD. They don't 
usually just have one diagnosis and there's yep. a bunch of factors here into it is it. yep but she's okay i think i think the older you get the more you kind of discover from the issues that you have and that's personally what's happened with me so what kind of things have you been through um because of this i i think i gravitate towards people that are not good for me i think that's kind of the overall thing i think that i i try and find people and fix them because i can't fix myself and i i have no example of like what a good stable relationship is so it takes it takes a lot of time to it takes a lot of time to understand someone for me and i don't i think i'm okay so let's just figure out what's going on here she's searching for answers and she's kind of parroting some of the people who have counseled her or psychoanalyzed her or given her a reason for selecting bad mates and pookies and tyrones and so she's even she's not being accountable but she's saying i don't have good people i have bad mate selection many women in this age group that are in this type of liberal minded um you know overly latched to psychoanalysis uh making bad decisions blaming they, this is them, bro. This is them in a nutshell. And it's never going to be her fault. It's always going to be Jermaine's fault. It's always going to be Jermaine's fault. But she actually trying to take a cut. But I don't select good people. Okay. I'm attracted to people who can represent my past, whether it be abuse or just anger issues. She didn't say I selected. She said I'm attracted to. Now, later on, it's going to be. And that's you. Violence. And it's because it's comfortable for me. It's not healthy, but it's more comfortable than finding someone and just understanding immediately, oh, they're going to be good to you. They're going to love you because they can. And I and they want to. And I've never understood that. That's and that's you. Y'all going to give her a pass, huh? Y'all going to give her a pass. Okay. All right. I know people are like, well, she was trauma. And I, no, man, but look, look, everybody has trauma. Everybody got shitted on when they were young. Everybody had toxic people in their lives, even parents. But we can't keep continuing to give people uh, passes, right? With these things as they continue to psychoanalyze themselves and say, I was this and I was that. And she's going to be that here for the rest of her life. And it's going to be always Jermaine's fault. Jermaine's fault. It's Jermaine's fault. That's probably one of the harder things for me is I just don't understand that people can love you and there doesn't have to be repercussions to it. What? Um, what? You've had, uh, you've been in love before? Yeah. That's something about me is I love, I love people deeply, but because of my BPD, it causes me to split a lot of Here the time. Here we go. Which means split. I my beep why are they why are they latching on to these terms right i know look before if you call somebody borderline she'd be like that's not me now she's like well because of my bpd i split multiple personalities bro <sighs> see the, the the i i understand the diagnoses but the latching on and the ability to like well because i just split and you know i chased the good people off it what no man Nah, this is why you got to check their mad medicine cabinet.
I can love them a hundred percent feel on top of the world. And then I notice like, as soon as they do one thing or something said, it immediately turns to, I hate this person. Okay. That's a lot of women, man. That's a lot of, she's not the, that's not borderline or you're saying a lot of women are borderline. I don't like the way he sniggles. I don't like the way he laughs. He sneezes. All right. And then she's, well, I loved you, but now I'm not happy. And I split. I don't want to be around this person. And I don't. This is like marriage. This is, I don't like that. I want to be this, able to love somebody unconditionally. And not that dude, that's a that's a pipe dream. That's that's not there's no such thing, by the way. And a lot of women get married and then they find out it's real work and they don't want to do it. And they split. Love them. Even if they make mistakes. That's unconditional. But because love. of how intensely I feel emotion. Uh huh. I don't. I'm not able to provide that at, at this time. At Maybe this time, it will get better. No, but. it's not going to get better. You, this is not borderline personality. This is being a woman, unfortunately. She thinks this is borderline. No, this is being, this is expectations of women. It's it's hard. And I would think it'd be hard to find a partner who understands that behavior. Yeah, nobody, nobody understands, but I don't blame anyone. I don't, I don't blame my father, I don't blame anybody who's hurt me because people can only love to the extent that they've been taught. <sighs> word salad. Yeah, somebody says psychobabble. This is word salad. What the hell are you talking about, bro? And you can't expect somebody to love someone with all these issues when maybe they had completely different issues growing up. Or none at all. Word salad. They're never going to get why it, why little things make you mad. Or why you can wake, I can wake up one morning and just be angry. Just angry for no reason. Um, and sometimes I feel really bad because I'll, I'll snap. I'll <laughs> <laughs> I wish women on dates could be this candid. You. This is why you got to not. You, you got to get all of the information before you go dive in. This, this, she would never tell you this on a date. She would never tell you this. She'll give you hints of this. But you got it, man. She gone. She 21 and gone. I'll wake up. I'll snap. One day I'll be happy. The next day I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> and I'll snap. What, what happens when you snap? I'll snap a lot of the time. Like the littlest things. And I'll just ruin the rest of my day. Sheesh. <laughs> Look at this. Guys, I ran this red flag. I ran this red light. It is not pretty. But it's something I'm learning to kind of get a grasp on. Kind of. Are there any medications? I don't think there are. Um, there's nothing that treats BPD directly. It's like treating the symptoms. Like a lot of people with depression take Lexapro. Um, I tried that and it made me feel like a zombie. So they put me on something with a higher dosage, something to increase Jeez. serotonin, because that's a really common thing in people with BPD is that they don't have the right levels of serotonin in their brain. You mean you're hormonally imbalanced All right, you're unstable. And this is what I'm talking about, guys. I'm not talking down negatively to the industry. What I'm talking about is these people are loose in regular society. They're on dating apps. They're on sugar daddy apps. They're on OnlyFans. They're on your Instagram. You're arguing with these people on Facebook. And you're like, what's wrong with this damn Karen on Facebook? 
I gave you the stats. 25% of American women are on these things just like this. And they always know, well, serotonin and imbalance, they always know the bullshit, but they can't figure themselves out. They always know the diagnoses. They always can parrot the psychologist, but they can never, ever fix themselves. Um, but there's nothing that treats it directly, unfortunately. <laughs> have there ever been times where things have improved for you? Um, or is it just, it's always with you? It's, it's like having an angel and a devil on your shoulder. Oh boy. The angel, you really, really want to be that person and you want to, you really want to be that person and like be good, but it's constantly in the back of my mind. It's constantly there where it's like, you should get mad. You should feel sad like all the time. But I say, wow. Wow. You should get mad. You should get sad. Again, these people are like happy wife, happy life. They're going to try to make her happy. And she, it's mission impossible. She she has the devil on her shoulder saying, nah, no matter what he does, the littlest things, she said this. She said this. The littlest things, I'll snap. The best times, the best times for me is when I'm alone. Because there's nothing that can make me feel like something's wrong if I'm by myself besides my own head. And that's something I live in every day. Even if I can't control oh, it or balance just it, it, I can try and improve it with time. <laughs> I have voices in my head. They talk to me. They know I'm in. They talk to me. So. What's been the worst thing you've gone through because of this? Um. I would say losing my relationship with my adoptive mom, like losing it for a period of time mm -hmm. because I felt when I was like 15, um, I ran away from home for like two months and I blocked her number and I just out of nowhere, I just packed my things and I left again, 15. She said 15, although she did reveal she had trauma. Uh, I said, what did I say? Women between the ages, I say 16. By the time they hit 15, 16, they're kind of on their own in life, right? They start to take, I'm, I got it. I got it from here. And from there, it's about a decade of disaster. Disaster, one disaster after the next, after the next, toxic boyfriend, drugs, in these streets, selling a bit, all right, abuse, abusive relationship, messed up this, to early terminations of pregnancy, drug use. Cause I, I had my, well, 15, 16, I had my license, I had a car. There you go. And I packed my stuff and I just left. I didn't tell her anything, blocked her on everything. Didn't tell her nothing. Did, did she deserve that? No, that's not her fault. It was mine. Okay. She took accountability um, there. Now. I mean, she's like my best friend. She is now. She is now after you ruined and upside down her life and left her life looking like a bull in a china shop and she cleaned up all the damage and she stressed herself out and she tried to find you and you're like well now we're friends because she came running back because she needed money i got money time and for a few years after it was almost like living in a house with a stranger because we didn't talk um because i eventually did go back but i get of course you went back i did that because i felt unwanted it wasn't anything she did it was felt. i was so in my head that i didn't feel 
loved, but I was loved. And I think that's one of the hardest parts of having this disorder is. Yep. So a lot of times your kids will not feel loved and they will, they feel entitled and unappreciative. And then they either strike out on their own or they try to find another solution. And then they realize, oh shit, I had it pretty good. I thought I had it bad, but I had it pretty good. And they'll, but they've wrecked, they've wrecked your life. <laughs> they've wrecked your life in the process or your boyfriend's life. Is you get so in your head that you can't even see reality sometimes there can be a room full of people and if one person says something or does something one person it can make you think everyone in the room hates you that's an insecurity to the infinite power here and it's it's hard life is always hard for them you know what i mean they have already you know what i mean you out here working building houses and roofs and 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 jackhammering in life and showing up on the job at six in the morning, repeating it, working 12 hour days for them. They're sitting around. Life is hard. Life is so hard. Yeah, because you ain't doing nothing. You got I, the idle time is the devil's time and the devil's got your time. It's hard. Um, my cousin, my mom's sister's daughter like blood cousin had BPD as well. Um, and she got the other aspect of it where she fell into drugs very heavily and she passed away when she was 16 from a heroin overdose. Mm -hmm. And the last thing that she, she wrote a big letter to everyone. And the last thing she said in it that resonates with me every single day is I wish you could see how I am in my head. So you would understand why I didn't want to be here. And I think now getting older, I'm starting to see exactly that. It's you're so in your head, you can't even live your life. Sheesh. Oh, man. These people are you're you're trying to get in. You're trying to date these people, man. Listen, she, she is not again. I'm not making fun of her. She is not unlike many people out here that we warn you about. Now, you have your problems, right? And a lot of times men are so busy with life. They don't get their problems. We don't get to sit around getting diagnosed. We're busy. We got to produce. We got to be on the job. Mr. George. Hey, Mr. George, we got to be on the job. Hector don't have time to be like, oh, what's what's in my head? We got to get we got to pay the bills. Well, they don't. And so they can sit around thinking and talking themselves in and out of situations, scenarios, dealing with abuse and making bad decisions, not, not taking accountability. And then all of a sudden you show up. Oh, she seems like a nice girl. She's a plain Jane. You, there's nothing. She she doesn't seem toxic, and she is. Continue. This was your cousin who is, is a blood relative? or She's or, a blood relative, yes. yeah. It's always that one person they know that deleted themselves, and they they really feel for that person. They'd be like, that's me. And that's you. So it could have been something you inherited Probably. Oh, man. No, no. I don't know about all that. But, hey, listen, I'm not a psychologist, potentially. Uh, I'd say so. Inherited. My mom was the same kind of pattern where she would jump from things. She'd jump from partners. She'd jump from jobs. And it's it's so common when you have certain issues to certain issues dealing with BPD to want to just be super. She hanging um, on to that disorder. Oh, that's what it is. She hanging on to it. Indecisive. So like she could have the best job in the world. Uh, she 
she actually was working as a, um, she was one of the head techs at a dealership working on cars and she was making really good money. That was right before she got pregnant with me. She was making really, really good money. And, um, I remember when I was told the story one day, she just never went back and chose to lose her house, lose her car, lose everything just because. So I could focus on my career. Okay, so this is kind of what happens. I This is called burnout to me. And a lot of women will experience this burnout because they will say, you know, hey, I want to work. I want to make my own money. And it's a lot of work. And so her mother sent, uh, got to a position economically where she was supporting herself, but they get burned out. It's a it's a hard grind. And some women quit altogether or some women find a mate. I'll settle down. I want to submit. I want a partner. I want to move in and I want to build a family. Or uh, some women do feel like um, I was there was a third point. Or some women just give up. I, I, there was another point I was going to make to that. But that's one thing that I want you to watch out for, especially with women, single mothers, women who are older. They might say I have a job and or a career and then let's be a power couple. But you'll notice that once you get cross that line and you cohabitate or you um, move in with the woman or you marry them, they'll ramp down their production. They'll ramp down their career. Oh, I don't have to work as hard anymore. They'll get laid off right when you move in together. Uh, I didn't really I really hated that job. I, I want to look for something I really want to do. But now you moved in. Now you have rent to pay. Well, cover me until I find what I really want to do. Now, nah, that's just more. That's you got to watch out for that one with career women. All right. Or women that have jobs that are they think there's they, they make the bag. Soon as you move in or soon as you commit, they're going to quit their job. And. There was no reasoning, no rhyme behind it. And I think that's a big part of why I have it, because I think she had it. and No one took enough time to care to ask why she had the issue issue she did, you know. Um, mental health more discussed now in the world we live in. It's more prevalent. It's more cared for, but it's still not understood. And if you are whatever you have, whatever issues you have or trauma, people don't, they'll never understand if they didn't live it. They can have empathy, but they don't understand. Well, it's one of the issues that I always talk about. I think Many people lean on it too much or they lean in. Other people don't understand. And the only solution they're giving you is to have empathy for them. And when you refuse to play that game, you're like, I ain't playing that game. Then you're the enemy. I'm like, well, that's your world. You know what I mean? Like, shit, I'm going on with my world. Then they try to drag you in. Well, you need therapy. You're like, hold up. <laughs> hold up, bro. Like, I was living fine. You the one got diagnosed. Why are you dragging me into it? You know what I mean? They're going to drag your ass into it. And it was like, well, it's fine if you you don't have to have problems to have it. OK, let me sit down. Uh huh. Have a seat, Mr. Adams. Yes, I reviewed your YouTube. Yeah, I reviewed your YouTube. You seem like you have borderline personality disorder, extreme narcissism, Thanoism. They start. How do you feel? Is your booty tingling? <laughs> I think I'm I think my booties and my balls tingling yes what else do you do well work's been stressing me out aha anxiety I've been feeling bad about my baby mama depression 
narcissism. I hear you. You, you militant. <laughs> you got Thanoism, extreme narcissism. Yeah, I'll be like, then mm. I'm sitting to the chair like this here. All right, what do I do with all this information? You got Mo you got Mussoliniism. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> all right, what do I do now? All right, we got some pharmaceuticals for this here. Why don't you see Dr. Booty Pops over there? He got something for you. Anyway, <laughs> right. I'm not making fun of it, but what I'm saying is this is kind of what happens in our culture. You have a lot of people who are like, hey, we need to empathize with this. Oh, I get it. I mean, I don't have time. I'm working. I'm actually doing what I need to do. If you want to be over there, do you. All right, just don't associate with me. How about that? Or they'll be like, um, you know, well, you know, I'm experiencing this. Perhaps you should check it out too. And they're like, and that's you. And I'm like, I don't want no parts in any of this. I'm the, why am I the enemy? Because I say, I don't want no parts. And they're going to be like, well, you're going to ruin society if you don't get checked out. I'm like, but what are you, bro? Mm. Like, look at you. <laughs> and that's you. What are you doing? You're doing a whole bunch of nothing over here. And I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hold on for a second. Let's continue here. You sitting around in your head all day, and I'm fine. I'm actually doing things. I'm being productive. I know I'm at the junior college. Continue. They never will. DPT has got to be very difficult for your family and friends and relationships. Yeah. Um, my, my mom actually doesn't even know I'm diagnosed. Now that's, um, a, now, that's a red flag right there. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on for a second. Now, why doesn't she know and you're telling the world? That's interesting. I perhaps you know your mama ain't going for that. She like I can't go for that. She, I choose not to tell her. Um. And oh no 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 no, that's a red flag. Because I don't want her to know, but I just don't want her to have the stress of being like, oh, something's wrong with my child. Like, a lot of parents are like that. It would, oh. it would help you. It would help explain your behavior. Yeah. In her in her mind. Yeah, it probably would. No, nah, she know that ain't the case. The mom would be like, man, get up off your thick booty. She is thick. She got that. She got that bottom. That thing is that's borderline. But speaking of borderline, that's almost going to be a little too big. But she knows the mom would be like, you full of shit. In my in my opinion, the mom's going to say you full of shit, right? Because the mom knows her history. She knows her decision making. She knows she's angry. And then. She's going to come in there and be like, mom, I got this and that and this and that. The mom's going to say, man, stop. The mom's going to be like, no, 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 no. Get your ass to work. That's what the mom's going to say. Because the mom knows her history and decision making. This is why she's looking like that. This is why she won't tell her. She can run that game on other people and make other people feel bad for her. But her mom ain't going for it. That's why she ain't going to tell her. Because I'm very... um. I'll just react on anything I want to do. Like if I want impulsive, if I want to go shopping and buy $300 worth of clothes, but I know I have bills to pay. I'll still do it. Man, is that, bruh, y'all need to give me my flowers right now. <laughs> y'all need to give me my flowers right now. I'm tired of y'all trying to underestimate me. I said that I've been saying that forever. They're going to be impulsive on the, on, on the fifth through the 26th. They're act like they don't have financial problems. And then all of a sudden, 
27th, they got to pay rent. All of a sudden, we talked about discretionary and discretionary income and disposable income. I said this. I said this, and y'all call me misogynist. How dare you? That's not mental health. That's laziness and impulsiveness. That has that. That's not mental health. That's lack of budgeting. That's lack of self control. This is not a mental disorder. This is her. This is wait. And that's you. What did I tell you, man? This is what they do, and then they try to what? I blame somebody else. Well, oh, oh I haven't. No, you're irresponsible. That's what it is. And then you show up, and this is why they be sucking off on seeking arrangements. Stop with the BS. If I want to impulsively just, like, go out and trade in my car and buy a new one, I've done that. <sighs> what does that have to do with psycho? This has nothing to do with any psychology. Somebody said, Coach missing his flowers. Thanks for all my flowers. This is standard issue, factory stock issued female in America. Unfortunately, until they have somebody that set them straight. And then when you set them straight, all they have to do is wriggle out. I'm not happy. <laughs> well, I have this and that and you don't understand. Then she snaps. She goes crazy. And then in order for you to save her, all right, I'll pay for your things. I'm going to just trade in my vehicle, buy another one. What? This is this is the um, this is entitled American woman. This is all that is. Twice already. I did I'll that have twice. A car for like three months, and then I'll just be like, ah, and then just go and get into a bigger car payment, or put myself more in debt, or oh, very impulsive, very impulsive. And I think that does affect. <sighs> it does affect people around me. It sucks. Of course it does. Because you, you just. Uh, what are you afraid of? Oh my goodness. I think. I think I'm most afraid of ending up alone, like in every aspect, just because I'm a very hard person to deal with. A lot of women will tell you that and you'll run that red light. I love people. I really do. I love people like no other. Who cares I, about that? But when this is that's why love doesn't matter. When I love you. It's easier for me to show you my bad side and Sheesh. not necessarily bad, but my my problems. Like, if I have a lot of feeling for you. There we go. I'm going to emotionally dump it in your lap. That's basically what she said. If I love you, I'm going to dump my bullshit right in your lap. What? This is emotional tampon. Shout out to the Sandman. That's where I first heard it, heard it from. But he's, if I love you, I'm dumping my toxic bullcrap. And I'm, I'm packing like, bag lady, bag lady, you going to hurt your back just it comes out because i'm so scared of losing you i think that's my biggest fear is i just don't want to be left so alone because nobody can handle me and the only way i can fix that is try and work on myself i think so your your, your behavior will push your partner away Every and it's love it's because i love him this is why love is fraudulent no, even though that's the last thing that you want yeah like i've had I've had friends, um, like one of my best friends from high school. He, you know, I think we were so close. Um, Somebody she friend zoned it. Here it comes. My best male friend in high school. I friend zoned the hell out of him. He, we were very close and he was always right there for me. Yep. Friend zone. <laughs> oh, God. 
I can't wait. I haven't gotten this far in the video. And I think my choices of jumping from oh. relationships and jumping from here we go. Um, really good contact and talking really closely to completely shutting him out. He was one of my best friends, and I friends think he just got tired of it. He yo, you didn't give him no peace leaving. You guys, this would this person could wrap up eight years of uh MGTOW content. Do your friends understand that you're like this and, and work with you? Damn, what happened to her hair? Bruh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me rewind back 10 seconds. She turned into Scarlet Witch. Hold up. Look, her hair. <laughs> her hair was flat like this right against her face. 10 seconds later, 10 seconds later, she looking like this. <laughs> what happened, man? Before the relationship, before the commitment, after you move in, at the during the engagement, after the wedding, before the divorce is filed, after the divorce is filed. That was fast. Or tolerated. Or, I think she had an episode. Or just help you write it out. I think she. The thing is. Wow. Whoa, I don't know, man. Somebody got to explain that. That's what you look like. And then I know the video's edited, but that wasn't at the beginning. Look, her hair was fine up until then. Oh, let me see. It is actually kind of, let me see here. I'm looking at the timeline here. Yeah, now that, that was a quick, they took a break. They took a smoke break. Do your friends understand that you're like this and, and work with you? Or tolerate it or, or just help you write it out? The thing is, I feel like I feel like that's the hardest part is I don't feel like anybody is really my friend. So I choose to not talk about it. Um, feeling like you're not wanted is so common for me that I don't. I don't choose to get really close with people. So my did he smash that in between clips? Because that's the only explanation I could come up with. She was like, I'm getting the feeling I need to get that real fast. Acquaintances and people. She got bedhead now. Like, look at the difference. I'm not making fun. She got bedhead now. You see that? She looked like she got out of somebody's bed. That's before. That's after. That's bedhead right there. That's how I be leaving these Kayleys. They come over from the junior college. This is how they show up. This is how they leave. The thing is, I feel like I feel like that's the hardest part is I don't feel like anybody is really my friend. So I choose to not talk about it. Um, she got the flyaways like over you're here. You're not wanted is so common for me that I don't. I don't choose to get really close. A couple more minutes. So my acquaintances and people that I would consider friends don't even like them watching this is going to be the first they've heard of, probably about any of it. Okay, so even our friends don't know about these issues here. Um, so that's kind of another red flag here. So she's been keeping this bottled up between her and her psychologist, which most people do. They won't tell anyone, but uh, they won't give you any warning signs either. A couple more minutes here. So it's almost somebody like, said fast forward to where they show the uh, full body length. That's what he does here. Things. 
I think. What, what emotions are you typically, what are most common for you? Is it anger? Is it depression? Anxiety? Anxiety, I would say, is the most common all day long. Like, anxiety. all day long. <laughs> anxiety is rough. Uh, a lot of the people who are anxious either have something going on in their life. You're not anxious for no reason. Uh, and this is why some people believe that anxiety is a symptom. It's not a diagnosis. There's a reason why you're anxious. We have to solve why you're anxious. Do, are you guilty? Do you have financial issues? Is your past going to come back to haunt you? Are you misleading with information? Are you not telling people who you really are? So this is why you're in anxiety. Uh, you have a court case pending. Uh, you, you're going to be charged with two felonies. There, anxiety sometimes can be known as a symptom of something. Why are you anxious? Maybe you have too much time on your hands. You're not being productive, which means it's causing you time to just sit around and think. So I listen, I don't have a degree in psychology. I'm not saying this. I, I'm just letting you know, anxiety doesn't appear for no reason. Maybe there's something you're taking that's making you anxious. Maybe you're overstressed. I don't know. And I get shaken up pretty easy by things, but it's more about things that aren't happening. Like you don't, I yeah. think so much. You're not exercising. You're not eating right. You're not eating at a timely manner. Your exercise levels are are low. You're you're imbalanced. There's there's something causing the anxiety. So you can't just be like I'm a, I got anxiety. Okay, for why why? I don't know. Okay, well that's that's the problem. You don't know that I'm anxious about something that's going to happen a week from now, or it might not even happen. Um, and I get angry really fast. Anger. And it's not, it's explosive anger. Woo, it's explosive. not like silent treatment, stuff like that. I, I just blow up. Wow, that's a red flag. She just blows up. Oh, obviously behind closed doors, she would never do this in public. So this is going to be on you if you, if you get with a woman like this. And it's, I'm so in my head that the person sitting next to me, whoever it is, won't even know that there's anything wrong mm. until I blow up. Wow. And they just think oh. you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. So you won't even know you haven't even done anything. And she says, I'll just blow up on you. Woo. It's something I've gotten better at though. Well, I've gotten better at like communicating and saying, Hey, this is not comfortable for me, or this is going to make me a little upset. And I don't expect people. It's no one's responsibility to make me feel comfortable. But I just feel if someone does love you, they can be understanding. Um, but my issues are no one else's responsibility. At least she believes that. So, but did you feel helpless against this? Against this issue, yeah. Like against my own head, I feel like I can't control my thoughts and I can't control my actions. This is tragic. So then she's setting up, well, I can't control my thoughts. I was mentally. And so whatever she does, then she can pass off to this. This is a trap. This is a trap. It's the it's the liberal trap, because now if you're not sympathetic or empathetic to her plight, right, you're the mean one. You're the narcissist. You're the one that need help. Right. And I'm like, well, I was fine. And then she's over here going, well, I snapped. I did this. I'm not in my own head. I'm not responsible for my stuff. I ruined your life. But it was your problem. It's Jermaine's fault. And you're like, what did I do? 
I didn't do nothing. And they'll call you narcissists and they'll start blaming you for stuff. And it, you'll never be able to get out of the cycle. They'll just keep you going, turning on this and not providing solutions. I think I don't care what you have. You got to start holding women accountable because if you let them slide and go, well, it was this and I was anxiety and depression and BDP and BBB, BDB, you'll never get to the root of the issue. This is the problem we're having. All right, enough about all that. Um, let's see here. Let's do all the super chats. No three hours today. We gotta, we gotta wrap it up over here. Over here. What do we got over here? Uh, let's see over here. We ended off on uh, we're gonna call you um. Can I say your name? Canard says I'm watching last night's stream and this Indian lady comedian impression you're doing has me in tears. All right, listen. Don't remind the uh, people from India that I went in on them yesterday. All right. <laughs> how come? How come if I if I make fun of other people, y'all fine with it? If I make fun of the community, y'all be like, he's shuffling. I'm not saying you, but um, people always miss that. I will make fun of all cultures. I'll, I, not make fun of. I will use comedy to highlight some some things about all cultures. And people will give it a pass. As soon as I talk about black folks, y'all get upset. But yes, don't remind people over there because they're going to find me. They're going to find me. India starting World War III. Uh-oh. Oh, no. All right, shout out to Kadar. Uh, Eddie says, I went to a few strip clubs and your take was spot on. I had girls that were willing to do extra segs for tips in the private room. They were aggressive and pushy with it. Also, some girls had to work a second job. Other than Friday and Saturday, it was dead. Guys, I know a couple of women who dance. It's dead dry right now. All right. They ain't making no money. And they'll be willing to do everything. This is not the economy for strippers. They go read any article. They'll tell you stripping is dead. All right. I will tell you pimping is dead. Stripping is dead. And a lot of these girls are working second jobs. They're nannies. They're doing seeking. They're doing OnlyFans, and OnlyFans is drying up for a lot of people, too. So, listen, I know what I'm talking about. Strip clubs between uh, Monday through Thursday, and sometimes even so it's dead. There ain't nothing going on. They sitting around. And one dude walks in the door, they piling on his ass. It's crazy. Um... They'd be like, how do you know, coach? I know, man. man. Listen, I keep my ear to the street. In between crackers and, and Ritz crackers and cheese, my ears to the streets. All right, shout out to uh, Gift of Gab, LLC, Dr. Sebi, and the black guy who invented the, created the car engine that runs off of water got deleted uh, in the Buffalo mass shooting too. People don't, see, people are not connecting the dots. They're, they're, you guys are living the hope strategy when it comes to this thing here. Uh-huh. They'll find a way. And they, if you have a vice and you're a personality, do not have a vice because they'll find a way to find it to you. Hey, uh, you know, there's, th there's that woman, Karen, in here. Hey, I want to meet you. I want to come see you. And that's all enough. She's like, I want to come see you. I want to meet you. I want to show you my feet. Karen is in here when we show she She wants to show me her feet. And all of a sudden, she'll come over, put a little bit of that. She'll be like this. Hey, uh, here's a little feet here. Look, look at my feet. Go ahead and have a drink. I'll be like, thank you, Karen. Mm, them feet are pretty. Lord, have mercy. I like them.
So since they know, they'll find your ass. <laughs> it ain't it's that easy. Uh, shout out to you. So yeah, man, I'm very suspicious. I'm very suspicious of people. I don't look out for the best in people. I look out for the absolute worst. <laughs> I got to get over here to, uh, whoa, we tripping over here on PayPal. I better catch up. Shout out to who is this in here? Just say my first name, Idris. He says, thanks for all your wisdom. Men with value must protect their lives. Do you get layups from the 9-11? I wouldn't say women walk up to my car and be like, let me give you some. I will say this. It, it, it's much easier like to get past the bullshit when they hop in the car. Most women don't even know what the car is, but they know that they might know it's a Porsche and that might be the base information they have. They don't know the cost. They know it's out of their echelon and you can get them co to cooperate right up, up, up front. All the bullshit is right out of the way. So if you're getting past that and they eventually get to see the car or around the car, they know they like this dude is not to be played with. Meaning, I can't run the okey-doke bullshit on this guy because he's in a different echelon. And not a lot of guys they deal with are in that echelon. So then you're automatically going to third base. Like, you're not third base sexually, but third base with the bullshit. Like, you're like, all right. But if you don't have something like that, you got to go through first base with the bullshit, second base with the bullshit, then eventually get the third. I automatically jump the third, edit home. But... Doesn't mean, but but that but that also means you'll deal with a lot of toxic people because they'll hide the bullshit. Uh, so you got to be careful with that. Uh, we're gonna call you KG. Just do swoosh. I almost gave you your government name. This is the video of a 32 year old uh, woman talking about how she was homeless, and the comments are crazy. All right, I'm gonna have to pull that up maybe for later, uh, later show. 32 and homeless. Guys, you got to really, uh, oh, I was going to show that woman. I looked I looked at a little bit of her video. I was going to show her. Man, thanks for sharing that. Maybe I'll look at it, okay? Uh, let's see. I was going to show her because I was like, oh, man, she's like a Kaylee. She's like a Kaylee and homeless and all that. But like, like I said, I've lived in my car, so it can happen. I didn't want to come down too hard on her, but I would watch the video. Um. Shout out to Sean W. He says, I think you dig this. Know your worth. All right. From Dr. Thunder. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. Or are you Dr. Thunder? Shout out to Dr. Thunder in the building. There's a, or, or it's from him. Shout out to her, uh, him. All right. I'm, I'm trying to get through these real quickly. Where are we at? Hit the like button on your way out. Somebody gave me an angry face on, on Facebook. Uh-oh. You know what that means. That means they're not happy. I'm not happy. Rockaway Rob, he says, how many comedians you think are watching your streams for content? You should have your own stand-up show. Well, I know they watch. And I'm not saying they're stealing from me yet. But I know that a couple of YouTube personalities do, do watch. A couple of celebrities do watch. I'm going to tell you this. And this might sound arrogant. Most comedians couldn't do what I do. Oh, that's a shot. That's a shot at them. Um, if you find my show funny on a daily basis, I can guarantee you there's more comedians. Some comedians couldn't do what I even do. This might sound arrogant. All right, but they couldn't put the amount of humor in a daily situation. They'd be stammering and stuttering. On a daily basis, two days a week. I'm sorry, two times a day for five days a week, coming up with shit off the top of the dome. 
I guarantee you 80% of comedians couldn't do what I do. You know what I mean? It, that's that's, And I'm not even trying to even be funny, which is the funny thing about it. Like, I'm not even, the stuff just comes up naturally. I don't even come up with the jokes. But there's some that can do this, but not as many times a day as I do this and not many times a week. I know people are going to be like, nah, you bullshitting. If they could, they'd be doing it. Most comedians use writers, okay? They use writers to help them. So I'm just going to say that right off the top. Dave Chappelle, <laughs> he says, coach make, can make accidents funny. Yeah, sometimes I'd be making accidents funny, but I'm just letting you know, most comedians couldn't even do what I do. Uh, Deadly Edley, he says, uh, women say, if you my husband, I poison your coffee. Me, if you my wife, I drink it. Oh, man. Well, maybe that's actually true. That's actually true. He was like, all right, in order for me to escape this, the only way to do it is I got to drink this poison. My man Melvin, the king in the building, thank you for speaking the truth. Facts. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. So not only am I giving you uh, entertainment, some people watch me just for the jokes. Uh, some people are getting information. So that's tough. Moose Hefner says you should do a Coach Adama stream with all your receipts explaining of everything you predicted. I wish I had an editor to go back and show. If you're new to my streams, I'm, I'm just sad to say I've predicted a lot of stuff. All right. With pretty much accurate accuracy. Well before you even seen the signs of it. I predicted COVID. I predicted monkeypox, booty pox. I predicted that. I predicted uh, the economic collapse. I predicted that feminism would collapse soon as you seen the barbarian at the gate. I predicted that. It's all gone now. I, I, do you even hear about feminism? Every now and then they'll say the WNBA needs equal pay. You don't hear about women like, I'm going to make it. You don't hear that. I said that. that would I wrote a whole book that predicted it. The evolution. Go look it up. I predicted all of that. So I predicted World War Three. I was like, we're on the horizon. And I have the streams and I have the dates. Uh, Leo K, the art of saying nothing regarding the BB, BDP, BPD woman. Shout out to BDP. But yeah, the art of saying nothing. She said a whole lot of nothing. I'm this and I'm that and I'll blow up, but I got this and be careful and sympathize and empathize, man, please. Guys, you don't have time for this. I'm letting you know. Shout out to Billy the Kid. Coach, most of this generation of women are borderline undiagnosed. And they actually, psychologists admit it by saying you should be coming in to see if you're whatever. This is due to unstable childhoods. Yep. Uh, probably mom was crazy and dad was not around. And her case, it was opposite. But yes. And I just prescribed, I just prescribed Abilify. And take the cash and see them next week. There's no fixing this serious abandonment issues. Abilify. Take the cash. I'll see you next week. Yeah, um, relationships are done because of people like this. She thinks she can be in a relationship. And she can't even solve her own issues. I've been saying this for too long. That is not relationship material. Yep, take this cash, take this Abilify. I got money. All right, take this money. I'll take you for what it is, and I'll lose it. Actually, I had a young woman that was the one young woman I had a problem with it from the junior college. She reached back out to me, and 25 years old, full of tragedy, bro. I was like, oh, my God, full of tragedy. 
I had a personal connection with you. She from the junior college, bro. I was like, girl, you left with a fistful of 20s every time I saw you. I barely saw you on any te- day more than an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> Didn't you have a personal connection with me? Oh, man, I was like, she was thick, too. She had nice feet and all that. But she was already, she already latching on. She's already here. And that's you. That's where she's at. And her life is, she's sinking. The ship is sinking. I was like, man, it's tough out here. And where can we trace this? It's not just women's fault. It's broken homes. It's this co-parenting thing. It's it's single mother raising. It's it's the uh, strong and independent culture. Everything that uh, we are in right now, the cause and effect is we went way off base on what was natural and the natural order of things. Now we're trying to fix it and we're trying to fix broken people. It's too late. Trust me, it's too late. It's too late. These people are already ruined. Drug culture, prescript culture, it's gone. We're not coming back. You want solutions? Save yourself. Coach, that's not a solution. What kind of coach are you? Give us solutions. You want a solution? I told you this. It's going to take about two generations to fix this. And we need to do a 180 and everybody get on board with the natural order of things. If you still on that bullshit, oh, we could be independent and the woman can make more money than the man and all of this, all of this goofiness. And I can have a career and I'm going to build up my career and buy my one bedroom, three bathroom townhouse. And I'm going to do all of this and I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to start an eyelash business. If y'all still on that BS, good luck. Get back to the natural order of things. If you don't want to get to the natural order of things, and let me tell you something, there were negatives about that too. But at least there was community. There was structure. Women weren't running around from 16 to 32 trying to figure out life. And all of a sudden when they got bags packed everywhere, they're like, and that's you. Uh, I need somebody stable. I'm a good woman. No, 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 no. You can't be running around here in the wild like a wild horse for 16 years, damn near two decades, and then tell us to fix it. Mm. Nah. <laughs> that ain't it. All right, Cal. So there's no solution beyond that. If you want a solution to fix that bullshit, I will tell you there's no solution to that. You need to get everybody back to the natural order of things. If that's misogynist, the hell with it. How dare you? But look at what you have. I'm not fixing BS. Caitlin Ferguson. What I've come to realize about ex-exes and relationships and marriages is that they, that they love the highlights, but not the simple stuff. It's like watching MJ, Kobe, and LeBron highlights and uh, thinking that they can all score 3,000 points on SportsCenter highlights alone, and it's just not realistic. It's the social media culture, right? Everybody just wants you to, they want to see the highlights. They don't want to be around for the lowlights. Chance is in the building. He says, and this is a co-sponsorship. Don't start a franchise. Save your money, fellas, and start up your own ish from the bottom, fellas, and go check out Fox Sports Solo Sports Show. I think I watch you. He says, I only got 37 subs, but seven came in last month because I haven't given up. Don't give up, coach, in the coach game. Shout out to Fox Solo Sports Show. I thought I was subscribed to you. 37 subs? All right, you'll be all right. We got a couple more before we go. And before you leave, make sure you hit the like button. 
David says she is the very definition of an NPC normie. She has all these problems, yet she has time to apply makeup, fake nails, nose ring, etc. Nasty boys need to take one for the team. Hey, I would, I'll take that. Looked her up and down, said, I'll take that. But she would be back. Hey, look. I got money. $200, go get your prescription filled. <laughs> right? Don't come back. All right, we're going to finish up on Cash App. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Cash App says... Uh, Adrian R says, where is Francisco? All right. Yes, we need a little Francisco in our lives here. And uh, Francisco has disappeared on me. I don't know where he is. I Tequila Way. All right, shout out to JS2 Races for the consistent good content. Yes, indeed. Art by Bride says, heard of Takesha? Acts like Lizzo, except not fat. Takesha. Never heard of her. Is it Takesha? Never heard of her. Uh, but there was a white woman, I guess. I don't know if it's Paris Hilton's mom. I don't know what it was. I saw it on Instagram this morning. I guess she misidentified Lizzo and called her precious. She's getting dragged at the moment right now. Jason is in the building. Jason Ward says, good morning, coach. Got chess game. He says, saw it on the home tour. Yes, I do. I do play chess, but I should play it some more. Uh, heavyweight John says, good show. An ancient man. All right. Or you, I don't know where the, I don't know where the punctuation is there. So I'm not sure. Good. Are you calling me an ancient man? Are you an ancient man? All right. I'm not sure what's going on here. Or is there a TV show called ancient man? Not sure here, but I appreciate that. And Baker says, can't thank you enough. Coach CGA for life in the building. All right. We got all the contributions. Let me make sure. Oh, we got one more shout out to. Tay Tay, we'll call you Monte Tay Tay. Been watching since, uh, been watching you since first time on Fresh and Fit. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. Thank you, man. Maybe I'll be on their show a little bit. And I want to, uh, we'll challenge each other this time. It was more of an echo chamber the last two times. But um, I'm going to be traveling in that area pretty soon. So I'll reach out to the brothers and see if they need me to come through real quick. All right. Um, appreciate everybody. Do me a favor. Hit the like button on the way out. And uh, be careful out there. Uh, there's nothing we can do to change the direction of our country because people are NPCs, normies, knuckle draggers, ham and eggers, mouth breathers, missing link. All right. All of these things that we say, and they're not willing to change. They want you to change around them and it's too difficult. So you got to be careful out there. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe the two should be tied up in the street. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch.